Alrighty guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Shock. Uh, we got quite a bit of a full house today, uh, but again, as always, we have uh, Fabian. And joining us this time is Anthony. And we do have the misses of mine and Fabian uh, here chilling with us. So they might chime in. Don't mind them. They always <laughs> chime in. You guys know what's up. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. So uh, I want to dedicate this kind of episode to Birthday of America. Damn right. July. Can't Damn wait. fucking right. Can't wait to blow some shit up later. Uh, well, have fun with that, buddy. Well, yeah. Well, we're recording, guys. If y'all listen, to, when y'all listen to this episode, we're recording this on the third, so this, we'll kind of practice it for the fourth. Yes, of course. But uh, let's go ahead and get right up into it and start with our spirit of the week or shine of the week. All right. So, um, so guys, as we discussed last month. Um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be drinking a different beer, and we are going to be drinking a different moonshine every single week. So, uh, this week, instead of our normal uh, shiner, we're going to be having Lone Star. Um, it is the national beer of Texas, so I'm told. Um, I've never had Lone Star before. Um, I guess I, I don't know if that makes me un-Texan, but, um, you know, so I'm going to be trying this out, uh, giving you guys a, a, a review. It's pretty cheap. Uh, I think I bought this six pack for like, what, like six bucks, like a dollar. Yeah, it was like yeah. six bucks. It's like they're like a dollar a bottle. So you know, yeah. All right, well, no. That went wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, um, for this being the national beer of Texas, I'm a little underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm disappointed. It's uh. It, Taste, they taste like a light beer. Yeah, and honestly, kind of really doesn't have much flavor to it. No, yeah, like it's um, I don't know. What? You want to try some? Oh, you're not. Okay. Sorry, guys. The uh, the the missus is trying some of this uh, good old fashioned Lone Star, Texas cheap beer. I don't know yeah. if I can drink it now that it's all fuzzy. Here, give me the thing. I'll I'll take the fuzz off. Just stick it out for you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Like Cindy, suck it. <laughs> no, you can still drink it. Okay. The fuzz kind of just goes it, around. It, it moves out the way. Alright. As being, you tell me a little bit how you feel about this beer. Yeah. Say on record for us, buddy. Tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not. I never really drink uh, beers from Texas. Uh, it's not my top forte of beer types. You know, but yeah, this tastes like shit to me. No, yeah. What do you normally drink? Uh, honestly, if I if I go to a bar, probably you know if they have it, Guinness. I will drink a stout. Um, IPAs, some oh. little beer. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, weed or beers. God. Oh God. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I can't say I'm in the same boat with you, man. Like I drink uh, drink more like amber ale type of shit. Like you know, Shiner's, Ziggenbach. That those those are more my style. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna. I fucking hate IPAs. I'm not gonna lie to you. You uh, know, I agree to love them with my my years spent in Arizona. Uh, just my roommate there mm-hmm. from uh, was it from San not San Diego, uh, Seattle. No, okay. from the Seattle area. You know, so IPAs. You know, they'll oh, okay. know, yeah. ish, You yeah. know, that so that's sense. what we drank. Got a taste for it, and was like, all right, I can uh, I can drink four of these, get a little buzz going on, and be all right. Fuck, Instead man, of I... drinking six light beers, seven light beers, and be like, all right, get a little buzz, you know, maybe maybe another one, you know, feel a little drunk maybe. See, I had a sergeant who uh, he, he brewed his own IPA. Mm. He was not supposed to be brewing that shit in the barracks, Obviously. but he did. He definitely did. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I'm brewing my own beer. I was like, oh, 
I've never had handcrafted beer by another man before. Sure, I'll drink your juice. Bring it to me. Yeah, no. Um, he drank. I drank it. And I was like, oh, this is so good. It's so the gods there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you sir are a fine craftsman of beer. It was horrible. It was absolute mm-hmm. dog shit. Um, I'm sorry, Sergeant. It's uh. <laughs> Truth comes out now. Okay. Yeah. It was. Is shit. I don't like IPAs. Okay. Just, uh, sorry if it makes me a bitch, but you know, a Mexican man. Like we we drink light beer. Yeah. Well, and ales and shit. And now I'm at this point where I'm drinking craft beer. So you know, I don't know. My hipster, my bitch. Uh, you guys, you guys decide. We'll have a poll. All right. I guess we're gonna have a poll for this episode. Is Davey and a bitch? Am I a bitch? Answer yes, no, or unsure. Whatever or, you're, or, or we need more evidence. Oh yeah, right. Or, or we need more sufficient evidence to, to determine the, uh, you know, as to whether or not this is gonna be a thing. So, on to the next item at hand. We're gonna be drinking some of this Midnight Moon Moonshine, uh, apple pie is the flavoring. So, a little bit on this. So this just looks like, like a normal moonshine. I will say that this was distilled in North Carolina. So shout out to the Carolinas, baby. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you guys know what moonshine is, man. I mean, there's, there's nothing to really review there. We're just going to drink it, see if it's any good. You can smell for it. Mm-hmm. Damn, that smells good. <laughs> I like, I like shine. I do. I do like shine. Uh, this is the first time I've had any moonshine in... Ever? Or peer, uh, like a long time, bro. I'm talking about like six, seven years. It's been a, it's been a few months. A few months. Then my man said a few months. It's what's awesome stuff happens. <laughs> I had shine in like ten years. Damn. Yeah. I I, I drank shine in the Marine Corps because again I had a sergeant who made some of that shine. But again, it I, it was apple pie, but you had actual apple slices in there. You got the cinnamon stick, and yeah. again, like I said, you you fucking take. You take a couple of sips, eat an apple or sli- uh, apple slice or two out of there, and you're, you're fucking, you're out of there, buddy. You yeah. are out of there. Yeah. No. The, so they had a, um, a strawberry one with the actual strawberries in it. Ooh. Here. Um, you want to try some? Go ahead. Take a sip. Sip. You're already drinking vodka. I mean, what, what's the worst that could happen? Hmm. Hmm? Like what? a pumpkin pie. It's, it's apple, though. It's an apple pumpkin pie. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. Let's see. How, how does how does one drink moonshine? You like, like you know, put it you down know, like a shot, just sip it. You, how, I, you know, it's, okay. It's look, while, I'm gonna be honest with you. When you drink shine, it's not it's not really a sipper, man. To be honest, or or it's not a shooter either. Like honestly, you just get the fucking you just get the mason jar like this and just swig out. It's a swigger. Swigger. It's a swigger. You just yeah. You just get it. Take a couple fucking gulps. It's a swigger. What you just pour this is it's a shot. Then at this yeah. point, it's just a shot. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, well, this is more for the taste test, but yes, on yeah, a normal I basis. Guess probably, I guess. A, yeah. You a know, shot. just to give us a a, a feel for it. Yeah. Little, you know, what I'm saying just a little taste. Yeah. yeah. Wet your beak a bit. Yeah. Let's see. I'm a little underwhelmed, but just because I've had actual, actual apple apple pie moonshine. But um, no, I mean the flavor's right on. It's just it's it. I feel like it it's burns a little bit, but it's good. Really, it burns. A little bit, like a I had a little tickle on my nose. Really? 
I'm not nothing. Not, not, not Nothing, no. Like, I think it was like I was. It's like a, it's like a gentle hint. You can kind of feel the alcohol, but it's not. Yeah, not like it's the end. Is you know, yeah, you feel the spice like, and the alcohol. It's yeah. just like it's just a bit to push up, just to let you know it's there, but not so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like taking a straight shot of like very tequila. Smooth, oh, yeah, no, it's very smooth. Yeah, very, yeah. very much so. Like I don't you need a chase more than you bored y'all, and I was like, quick, put that down. Just the cinnamon taste for me. Yeah, it was the cinnamon that had the little burn after. Yeah, and I think that's what it is, but it's. It's smooth. I'm not having any issues. This is actually really good. It was actually nice. Oh, Dude, I, I can see myself mixing this with like sweet tea and sit on the porch and drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, this especially because this kind of flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Make maybe it like half and half. Like I think it'd have probably without the cinnamon. Like maybe a little less cinnamon. Yeah. Well, to I mean, it, you know? it wouldn't be apple pie if it didn't have cinnamon. I just don't really, it, really like too much cinnamon in apple pie as much. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I, it's just I, the apple pie I, I'm having. Well, know? I think it's just they're trying to to trying to just drive that point home that yeah, it is yeah, apple pie. Of course. And because alcohol could have throw, throw the apple slices in instead of they, the cinnamon. They stick. very <laughs> well could have, but I think it's it's just to drive that point home because alcohol has a, has a tendency to dilute, mm. you know, the flavoring and stuff like that. So they got to kind of like all right. We got to make sure people know this is apple pie and it's just not just it's moonshine. Like cinnamon apple instead of yeah. apple pie. Oh uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I can say yeah. that's 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 accurate. Yeah, more of a you know apple jacks kind of cereal kind of drink. <laughs> I can definitely hear that. Yeah. You want a little more? I'm good. Okay. All right. So um, based. So I actually have quite a bit of experience with moonshines. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna have to say this is like a middle of the road. This is a middle of the road. It's not horrible, but it's not like top tier. It's it's not like one, two, or even three mags. I'm gonna give it like a. I'm gonna give it a three point five, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of a middle of the road kind of shine. But it, again, when it comes to moonshine, your best moonshines are home brewed, so, and this is you know this is picked up from the store. And obviously, you know when it's it's sold at that level, it can only, you know, be made in a certain way to where as to where it's not. You know, to to harm the general public and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a it's a good enough moonshine where it's like, yeah, I, I think it's like what you said. You could do like a half and half with some sweet tea mm-hmm. and just kind of sit on the porch, you know, in the summertime, and just kind of sit outside and be the old man that you are. You know, like always, drink responsibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, you're gonna drink. I mean, might as well do it on your uh, your porch, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah, not bad. I, I don't mind. What about you? Um, I don't think it pairs really good though with this Lone Star because I kind of <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing more and more with Anthony that this Lone Star is tasting like shit. <laughs> hey man, yeah, to me That's like why I put it down in four drinks. You know, <laughs> I let the beer cool down to enough where I like one, two, three, yeah. four done. Yeah. It's just it just tastes like I don't know, I don't know how to say this without it that it sounding dumb but it tastes like just tastes like beer like. Just beer, like the blandest beer, yeah, like yeah. sheeper yeah. beer, not yeah. even like, not even like just a, a regular like domestic beer. Which you get like a light beer. It's okay, like sheeper yeah. than a light beer. Let me let me put it this way: it tastes like what its price point is. Like it's yes. six that's bucks. All, that's the, that's like, the cheap. That's yeah. the cheap part. Like it, it's you know? it's a dollar a bottle. It tastes like it is what it's. All you Lone Star drinkers out there, I'm sorry, but I mean, yeah, I think there's worse beers out there. Absolutely, like PBR. I think is. Natty Light, yeah, oh good fucking lord. Natty Light, PBR, uh, just there's some fucking dog shit ass beers. So this is like, if I was gonna say this was on a shelf, this is like top shelf of the low shelf beers. That is a two star beer right there. Or what are you two? You said two mags. Two mags, yeah, two right. Mag mags. We're going by. Okay, so two mag. Yeah, okay, I can agree with that. This is like a two mag beer. Um, all you Nat- Natty Light fans, you guys are getting negative five mags. Stop what you're doing and stop drinking that. 
You don't even have a clip at that point. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. You, you do your negative mags. You're being overrun. <laughs> you should probably go somewhere. You, gotta, you get hurt. You got a 22 mate. That's all you got. You left. shot that in fucking Maddie Light at the parking lot at 5 a.m. before work. Yeah, yeah this, even though you just got a stick in a rock. This, um, <laughs> this beer is. Uh, it's, a, it's a letdown. It's a letdown for sure. Uh, yeah, again, for, for, for me being told at Specs that this is the. You know, this is the national beer of Texas. Terrible, you know? terrible. No, there. No. No. I don't so think this is. Beers. I don't think this is a good representation of a good Texas beer. No. I don't. You really could have gone with the what was it the? Shit, I think a good representation. No, Shiner, Shiner, like that's, that's literally Zingenbach. a Texas beer. Zingenbach, Zingenbach, Zingenbach. Too, yeah. I think I mean, Zingenbach is that you, is that you an absolute. Just I think Zingenbach is what is what? it? A, what is a Crawford Crawford Crawfordbach? Have you have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. The, the ballpark beer. Those are ballpark beer. You know, that was yeah. a ballpark beer. That's yeah. basic. Right, beer, right. right. There. That's that's gonna give you your medium beer, much better. You know. Yeah. You go yeah. to a ballpark in like Astros Field. That's like a in Houston. You yeah. know, that's their ballpark beer, Crawford Bach. You know. Pretty simple, straightforward. Maybe right. It was like Austin's try that next. Beer. Yeah. You'll you know like, how Austin's like the California. Well, what I am excited <laughs> for is I'm excited for our, <laughs> the next beer because we we went and talked to this guy over there and. Um, at the specs, so the next the next beer we're trying next week is gonna be uh, it's gonna be this beer called Fat Tire, and I'm kind of excited to try. Flat it. tire or uh, fat tire? Fat tire. Fat tire. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's um. He said flat tire earlier. It, this my one bad. is so my like, bad. My bad. This my one's bad. actually not made in Texas. This one is made in Colorado, but he's but we we were trying to find beers that were closer to Ziggenbach and Shiner because I'm again I'm not really big on IPAs. And yeah. Shit like that. I like to stay in my, my wheelhouse of comfortableness. They think they sell that in, they sell that in, in bottles. Do. No, yeah, in bottles and in cans. Okay, so, so they sell it in, in bottles, I'll, I'll drink it. I don't like drinking beer out of a can. I, I kind of agree with that, yeah. That makes me feel cheap I and dirty. I agree with that, yeah. I think I, I, think I saw that out. Yeah, see? Yeah, okay, so if, if, I mean, if we could find that, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, Ballpark beer. It's so basic, I mean... You'd be like, hey, that's a basic chill beer, you know? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Try it out. I'm done with that. You boys, you boys will enjoy it. More than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, normally, when we do these podcasts, we're, we're going through, like, what, three or four beers a piece? Yeah, 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 roughly. And I think I'm one and done. Something like that. That Crawford right there is, uh, is like, it's like a light beer. You know, you'll drink yeah. it and be like, taste like a simple light beer, you know? Yeah. You'll have three and you'll be like, hey, man, it's been you out here chilling, you know. It's like right, right, as right. you saw, as you saw, as I show you the 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 picture of it. You know, it has a picture of the Houston Astros logo on it. And yeah, of course, and like that's that's where it's from. You know, the Houston Houston yeah. Astros, the ballpark. That's their ballpark beer. And that's just something you just be like, hey, you, you chilling you know, at a bar park, you know. Just you, you know, you give me a good beers. idea. We you could do a whole series on like ballpark drinks, like you know. Now you'd have beers. to look into it and see if ballparks actually have their drinks. Now, I mean, that's yeah. the one in Houston, you know. You, yeah. you look at the Tejas Rangers, you know, ballpark. I don't think they have their own beer, you know. Yeah, that's true. Colorado Rockies, man. You know, do they have their own beer? Yankees, they have their own Maybe. You know, maybe check it out. Okay. Well, like, the, 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 yeah, the, there's a lot of places, though, and there's a lot of, like, like there's bands that have their own liquors and shit. There's, you know, there's Artists celebrities have their that own have liquors, their own, yes, of you know, liquors and shit. Like, well, uh, last week we did the Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gin. Yeah, and actually, I out of, that gin. That out of all of the gin. gins that we've tried, that was top tier for me. Yeah, that was. It was actually it, a really good gin. It doesn't taste like a gin to me. It tastes more, more akin to a vodka as opposed to the gin that we actually... All the other gins we had, fuck, man. I, I understand that they're made out of botanicals, but 
fuck me. I felt like I was eating leaves. A little, a little citrus season here stuff at times, you know? No, I felt like I felt like, I don't know if you guys ever did this shit when you were kids. Like, if you've ever eaten leaves, but I ate leaves at one point, and that, that's what I'm tasting. Leaves, man. Going like, back to that dirty plants. Mexican stuff. Yeah, there thing. you go. That <laughs> dirty Mexican stuff, man. You just, you go back to it, and you're like, fuck. Flashbacks. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I tasted it. I didn't eat. I tasted it. I was like, all right. Right. You're like, you're like, who has you, it, right? You got to get a, get, get, get a good, you know, good couple chews in there and get a good, you know, you got to get a good taste for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, okay, so, so okay, so for uh, our long-time, very short little, very muscular little friend, when we were kids, uh, we had these vines growing behind my grandparents' garage, right? Yeah. It had five leaves, and he thought it was marijuana. And it was a vine, bro. <laughs> I knew that shit wasn't marijuana. So, you know, being a little thought we were the shit, you know, he would grab a bunch of the shit and, like, fucking chop the shit out of it, roll it up in, like, sketchbook paper, and, let's smoke it, bro, let's get fucking high as shit. I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Because, you know, I'm fucking nine years old. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I know is that shit tasted horrible. I was, no, I was like, this ain't right. I'm done. And, and lo and behold, you know, a couple of years later, my uncle introduces us to the real shit. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, I've, I, I, I've tasted my fair share of plants and not the typical way. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, we'll have to take a look into, like, different ideas going forward. Because we yeah. can only do so many months. Different, yeah. yeah, different things before we need to mix it up. You know, why don't you just go by states, you know, state state beer, different type of state. You know, they'll, they'll have yeah. different for sure. You know, California, Oregon. I mean, of course, the Pacific Northwest, yeah. the uh, Northeast, for sure. They have their they have a lot of brewers in those different areas. You know, uh, for sure, the southern areas will have some of their own type of breweries. Not yeah. as probably as many varieties, but those the coasts for sure will have the different yeah. type yeah, of breweries sure, that you know. Sure. Hey, you'll you'll have a little. I know for sure breweries. that <laughs> the California. West, like I said, like I said, the West though yeah. more IPA. So you might not enjoy that too much, but. I mean, you'll still find some some good O's. You know, the 805s, you know, the yeah. uh, different types of beers that you find. Lawnmowers. You, you know what we could do? We can get like a... Get Canadian with it. You know, different types of, you know, like, of course, countries. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, Belgian I, beers, you I know, say, Canadian beers. I say, I Canadian I say start, uh, start, like, U.S., okay? So we get, like, a map of the U.S. I'll give you a dart. And you throw the dart in whatever state it lands on. We got to try, like, the... So, so aim for Texas every time? If you want. It's a pretty big target. <laughs> but I think that's something we could possibly do. Yeah, you know what? That's actually, that's it's not, it's not yeah. a bad idea, actually. And then try something like specialty. Instead of darts, why don't you just take yeah. a map out to the range? You know, you guys have guns with True, you. that is take a good a shot. idea. We could do we that. Could you guys that. would enjoy that more. Absolutely. We could do that. Put a, put a map out at about Boom, I ideas. Know, 50, 50 yards with mm-hmm. the ARs and then... See what we hit. See what we hit. Yeah. Three well placed shots. Yeah. Man. All hey. three shots have to land within the state, though. But so no, we'll, 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 do that. Like you go throughout the state, like week one, two, three. You know? But but hitting the East Coast, like Upper East Coast, will be pretty difficult. No, we're, absolutely. We're, we're, we're talking oh, course, tiny, yeah. tiny states. I mean, you and, you would actually just aim for that area in general. You're talking. You're talking fifty yards. Fifty yards. We have two MOA red dots. As small as that would be at 
fifty yards on that sub that sub one MOA, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that's that that's, like that's some, like luck of the fucking. That is like some sniper school type. Not thing. to mention the fact that that five five six going through that might blow out a couple of different fuck like those are solid, <laughs> like all those little states, dude. Might blow out like two or three states yeah. with one shot. It's like, well, I guess we ought to pick one of the states and <laughs> figure it out from there. Well, maybe we can get like uh, like a like blown up version, like the size of that map. You know what I mean? Like, like say we hit like you know like the northeast. Yeah, no, you do have to remember as well. You know, like states that are a little more secluded, Iowa stuff like that. Little kind of that. Yeah, you would often have to probably uh, bring that in. You know, you wouldn't be able to find that at your local brew. You know, store yeah, or yeah, even yeah, I. True. You know, specs. Yeah. You're not gonna find that there. Yeah, you know they don't have that. You know, you, that's that's more of the popular kind of shit. You don't have to you'd have to ship that in. You know, so. What we're saying is, guys, help us spread this fucking podcast so I can get more sponsors and we can afford to do these kind of things. Yeah, and, and you know, if you guys are from different fucking places, you want to try, you want us to try some shit, man, dude, we're more than happy accepting care packages mm-hmm. of different liquors, beers, stuff of that nature. Please, no use condoms, <laughs> no use socks, and please, for the love of Christ, no use panties or underwear, okay? We're, we're, we love you guys and we, we appreciate the support, but... If we open up a box and there's a used condom in there, someone's going to get fucking hurt. Okay? <laughs> probably us from our significant others. Yeah, probably. So, <clears throat> let's not do that. Now it's going to happen now that you told them not to. <laughs> right. right. Well, at least you guys are aware. You guys are here to to, to acknowledge the fact that this, there's a possibility that someone would be like, hey, I'm going to send a used condom and a fucking used panty. <laughs> ah, fuck those guys. <laughs> um... What was I going to say? Speaking of um, getting around, we have our first uh, international listener from a, somewhere outside the U.S. Really? Where yeah. from? Columbia. Colum- Why are we in Columbia? I have no fucking clue. How the hell did we go from Texas to Columbia? I don't know, bro. Really? I don't know. There's like a whole like group of countries between... Texas and Columbia, my boy. And yet, you got to enjoy it. You got to yeah. appreciate it. Hey, yeah. man. I, I mean, two, I'm not... 2%. 2% I'm, of our listeners are from Columbia. Really? 2%. Wow. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. So, so, so guys out in Columbia, Columbia, we appreciate you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's like the first time I had a... You know, when I was, I was streaming and shit, and the guy was like, hey, man, you know, hello from the Philippines. I was like, oh, you're from the Philippines. What's up, man? You know, yeah. like, it's, it's cool as shit. But, no... That's cool. We appreciate everybody who, who listens, and we appreciate everybody who's supporting us. It doesn't matter where you're at in the world, what time you're listening to this. We, we appreciate the support. You guys are what makes this possible for us. Yeah, that's fun. We enjoy doing it. Drinking this nasty-ass beer. Yeah, where am I second one? Do you want another one? You don't have a choice, bitch. Yeah, I, I don't have a choice. I have to drink it. Uh, I bought it. You drink it. Okay, so we're gonna take one little quick break, guys, and then we'll get into the uh, good old meat and potatoes of this episode. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, guys, welcome back to this episode. Uh, Sorry, we got off on a little bit of a tandem and we kind of lost track of what we were doing. Listen, it was inappropriate talk for the podcast. You guys will never know. Yeah, we'll never know. Uh, unless we develop a paywall, and then I'll put all the extra shit on there. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, as well as we don't post publicly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, internal, internal, internal uh, staff talk. Yeah, it'll be uh, like our own Discord type shit. Right. I feel uh, shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the regular episode, guys, blue collar. 
Discord will probably be the shock part. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You got to pay for that spot. You got to pay for that one. All right, uh, Nathan. All right. So what's on the agenda today? Uh, the agenda is Fourth of July. I want to ask you guys, primarily first off, is <clears throat> what does the Fourth of July mean to you? Because I was looking up some stuff, and the number one most well, not the I think it was like the third, but the third most uh, Google thing was what is the importance of Fourth of July? Right. So I want to get y'all's impression of that. I know what that means, but I want to have y'all's intake on that. What does the 4th of July mean to y'all, and why is it important? Okay, we'll start with you. No, actually, I want to start with you, David, because mine's actually going to be completely different from what you guys probably think. So I want to hear yours first (coughs) and give you a good good, good shock, I guess. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, so fine, we'll start with me. All right, so the importance of the 4th of July and, and, and what comes from it is that I can spend money whenever I want. That's it. No, I'm just kidding, guys. All right, so the ultimately the importance of the 4th of July, obviously, if you've gone to school and have any sort of fucking education, you understand that it was signing of the, the Declaration of Independence when we separated ourselves from the tyrannical government of... of Britain, England, the UK, whatever. Our Independence Day. Our Independence Day, exactly. You know, we said, you know what? We're done taking. We're done taking balls to the mouth. Now it's our turn to put our balls in your mouth. So, <clears throat> we essentially said we're our own, we're our own free country. We will govern ourselves. Fuck the king. Fuck the queen. We're awesome, right? So, that's that's where that whole thing goes. The importance of Fourth of July, I think people need to really understand, is that. It's 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 overall freedom. The freedoms that a lot of people take for granted, you have to understand it all stems back from that fucking point in time. You know, as as much as people want to harp on the things that were happening, you know, slaves and all that other shit, ultimately when it comes fucking down to it, the freedoms you have today to hate one another or to love one another, to embrace or choose to not to embrace certain ideals, that all stems from the idea of freedom. And not even the idea of freedom, the the ability to practice that freedom. So, you know, regardless, at the end of the fucking day, as much as you may hate someone next to you or you may love or embrace them, that's your freedom to do so. It's your freedom to bear arms. It's your freedom to have free speech. It's your, you know, a lot of the things that, again, people take for granted don't really fucking think about it every day until, you know, the 4th of July comes around and these conversations come up. You know, these are things that you should think about on a daily basis outside of the 4th of July Mm because these are things you should not take for granted because at any point in time... Say our government decides to say, hey, we're, you know, you guys are citizens and we're the government. We're going to dunk our balls in your mouth. You know, understand that, you know, with that freedom that we have now, there was a fucking fight. There was a lot of sacrifice and there was a lot of blood spilled for us to have the freedoms we have. So, um, for me, it's it's just, it's extremely important to, as an American, understand your rights. You know, the God-given rights and the unalienable rights that you have as an American and exercise them. Exercise your free speech. Exercise your freedom to fucking bear arms. Exercise every fucking freedom that you have. If you need to go back and you need to reread the fucking the Constitution and, and the Bill of Rights, go back and read it. If it's not in a way that you can understand, fuck, dude, have this conversation with somebody who can kind of discern, you know, old speech, old text, and be like, hey, you know what? It says this. This is essentially what it means. You know what I mean? Educate yourself. Don't be fucking ignorant to, you know, what your rights are. And that's that's essentially what it means to me. Understanding your rights, knowing what your rights are, and, and you know, exercising your freedoms. 
that's that's what the importance of this day is and celebrating it celebrating that you have freedom because there's a lot of fucking countries out there that don't there's a lot of countries that claim to have democracy and all this other shit but they still don't have the freedoms that we have so don't take that shit for granted alright and Fabian what's your point of view I mean, my bad. Sorry. And <laughs> motherfucker, I just gave my point of view. My bad. My bad. My bad. I just ran for president. I just ran for president right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> my bad. My bad. Anthony, what is your so, point of view? So, as I see it from there, you know, Fabian has his point of view as both, you know, a uh, a ex ex marine, right? No, you still know, a marine. Always and, a marine. Okay. Yeah, or, oh, I mean, yes, you know, marine for life, of course. You know, uh, active duty at least at that point. You know. Right. Right. Veteran uh, but, status. Uh, but marine. You know. And, and, you know, and no offense, man, as, as, as I see from military point of views, you know, I see a lot of guys military-wise, ex-military, you know, would have that point of view, you know, you know, we have that strong, uh, you know, sense of, hey, freedom, you know, America, this and this, you know, I, I have no problem against that, but what does that mean nowadays, you know, in this day and age of where America's at, man. You, you get people canceled for saying the wrong thing. You know, you can't show this sort of thing. You can't do this and this. You were telling me earlier, you can't have your 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 mags up here, you know, on camera, and you're, you, you're trying to do YouTube videos and stuff like that. Where are your rights, you know? Yeah. You, they limit. You know, it's kind of limited now to where it was, hey, five years ago, ten years ago. You know? It's, hey, I, I do love America. Freedom. Cool. You know? A lot of other places do have freedom. A lot of people don't. You know, a lot of other places don't. It doesn't mean too, too much to me now as it did when I was younger, unfortunately. You know? I, 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 just I, I just because of how much American culture has changed in those years. Well, know, where, is that, why, where does that change come from? The Americans. Why are we allowed this change to happen? Okay, well, again, you know? <clears throat> where, where was, okay, uh, like you said, you know, having the freedom of speech years ago the, the exact same way you know some people can say something some people can't you know some things can't be said you know you say one thing on this podcast wrong you guys are canceled right cancel culture yeah absolutely there you go you know yeah. taking away your freedom of speech you know just talk to your people talk to the people right right you're not you're not trying to instigate a riot you're not trying to call someone to harm someone else, but, you know, you say one wrong thing, you know, you say the wrong phrase, the wrong... There you go. You canceled. Yeah, and see... That's not cool, man. Like, I, look, I get it. Okay, like, okay, okay. You know, I love that, you know, the freedom, you know. Yes, you have your rights. You can do this, that. It just, at this point, you know, it's... More, more you look at it, a lot of people, to a certain amount... Uh, you know, you have your percentages. I, I don't know the percentages off the top of my head because, you know, I just totally just forgot them. But you have the percentages who, hey, will celebrate the 4th of July for what it was. Right. You know, America declaring their, their independence. Now people are just saying, hey, America's birthday, barbecue. You know, let's say right. barbecue, you know, celebrate. It's a, well, it's a holiday. Same, you can kind of say this for that particular example, right? You can kind of say the same thing for like Veterans Day Memorial Day, right? You know, pe- people think of it as immediately, all right, I'm going to barbecue, I'm going to, yeah, I'm celebrating. All right, but what are you celebrating? Oh, I don't know. Because a good amount of the people aren't veterans and or, you know, from that, uh, you know, just, hey, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I'm not but, saying I'm not saying that, but, yeah, I mean, if you could reference that, then, yeah, okay. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying, though, like. Uh, where's the importance? What, what do people, like, I, where, where's the majority of the people who aren't military and or, you know, have that, have that sense, hey, we're. 
you know, immigrants and stuff like that. You know, hey, where where are they getting that sense of freedom and independence and stuff like that? You know, where where do their where's their love come from? You know, they're just okay. That's just a holiday. Let's just celebrate kind of thing. I wouldn't say that's necessarily the case most of the I'm time. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying every the majority. I'm saying just yeah. it's a good amount of people. Right, right. As well, no. we'll see, and it's it's a lack of education. It's a lack of, of understanding and a willingness to understand because of the way that the media tends to portray America. Oh, don't get me wrong. I know I, I've gone through my history classes. I know what America's about. You know, I've yeah. gone through this and that. You know, I've done my research. You know, I've seen, you know, this and this, what it's about. The whole, the love for your country. Mm-hmm. That is, because, hey, man, don't get me wrong. I love this country. I yeah. do. Absolutely. But, you know, the way a good amount of the population just is now, you just... Man, you, I just like, I yeah. lose a little, little love for it. it of the, of the, of the, the certain the holiday. It's, I think a lot of it is a disconnect because I think a lot of people have a mis, misconception or a, 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 they don't have the ability to perceive, perceive that with this country, this country is, you know, how many fucking years old, right? The thing is, no fucking empire, no country, nothing in the world has been built without some some sort of bloodshed. And you know what? Every country in the world has its atrocities against mankind. And I think a lot of what America tends to concentrate on at this point is that, oh, well, you know, we've done all these atrocities against these groups of people and shit like that. That still doesn't outweigh the fact that this is the freest country in the whole fucking world. And because you choose to be ignorant to all of that doesn't fucking make it not... It doesn't make it any less true. We're still a free fucking country, and we still have a lot of fucking rights that a lot of countries don't. That still... They they practice some form of democracy, but not to the extent that we do. That they don't have those freedoms that we do. So I understand what you're saying. A lot of what we're experiencing is... It's a lack of wanting to instill morals... And a lack of wanting, a, l- a lack of, of thick skin. You that know, it's too. like, it's you like know, you and then, you know, uh, just like, there's a good amount of point where maybe, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a problem for me or anything. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm not saying a little too much freedom at points, you know? Hey, you're giving too, little, too much leeway to, hey, be lazy, not give a fuck about, you know, hey, their country. Right. You know, that's why, of course, America's not the smartest country. No, by no stretch, no stretch of the imagination, are we the smartest smart country? They're not the, they're not the most well educated. They're not the most this and that. They're not the most, right. you know. They, they're, so, they were. We could, we, we boast about being probably the best, but I mean, come on, we're so behind on so much because we're given too much to leeway to hey, just sit back and do what we want. But that's also a good thing, you know. Hey, give the people the freedom to do what they want. As well, I'll say that's the that's the beauty of this country. You know, the thing is, that's that's the while I, while and I, the dark side of it. Well, like, yeah, it's it's a it's a double it's sided. A, yeah, it's a double sided. It's a double edged blade. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a beautiful thing to have the ability to choose to be a piece of shit. See, and I knew that's it, why I said, hey, give me it. Get let me right. let me go second. Yeah. Because we, yeah. Because it'd be a longer conversation. Yeah. Than it, going it's first. it's a double edged blade. You're right. The beauty of it is is that yes, you can be a piece of shit. Now, does it mean that you should be? No. No. But that's a choice, yes, right? Indeed. Do you do I have to agree with you being a piece of shit? No, that's your right. <laughs> but if I can try to sway your mind and tell you, like, hey, man, you should want to improve yourself in any, in any means. And, and the fact that, you know, every single state has their own set of laws in a way. Right. It's kind of a country divided. 
Doesn't, can't you see it as that way as well? You know, if a country a way, cannot agree agree on one single like at least law wise, like hey, we all like this is how things kind of should be done. Like hey, like you know, shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be doing that, should be you know, hey, you know, you do this, this is your punishment. No, hey, you have Texas, you do this, we're gonna kill you. You know, and let's say hey, in California, you do this, jail fifty years. Right. Where, where, where's where where. How does that? You, you have to understand like that's, that's kinda, when the government I mean, when the government was set in place. Because I think we had this conversation last week. When the government was set in place, the government is not intended to be an overreaching arm that determines what every single state does. Okay, every state has its laws for a reason. We're, we're supposed to be governing ourselves. Of course, the independence. Right, and, and that's that's where the independence is. Now, granted, the federal government sets it should the gov this federal government sh has the ability to set the baseline. Now, whether or not the states go by that state line if they want to go less or they want to go more that should be their fucking choice but the government was never intended to be as strong as it is now taxing the way that it is now and setting laws in place the way that it is now it's intended to be there as a fallback point as a safe as a safety net if the fucking states need to fall back on a set of laws and say hey well you know what the federal government says this there's a lot of states out there that fall so hard on that and want to push far above that. Like you, take, you take the extremes, right? Like California, New York, right? When it comes to Second Amendment, which, you know, we're big here on the Second Amendment in, in, on this podcast. You know, a lot of the shit that they're doing and based on the, the court cases that are going through on the, on the Supreme Court, a lot of the shit that they're doing is completely unconstitutional. And it's not okay. But that's, again, the, the federal government is there to say, hey, you know, we're here to kind of regulate. If a state is doing something incorrectly, we can mm -hmm. set that back in motion and give the fucking people their freedoms back. Of course, yeah, the federal government <clears throat> holds the states in, in line, basically. Right, you know? essentially. It's, they're, do they're, what y'all want, right, but you're, you're at least hating, holding up the nation's policies. Right, they're there to be uh, regulators, if you will. Like, yes. hey, we're going to regulate this outside of what you do outside of that. As long as you don't pass this fucking line, then you can kind of do what you need Let's, to do. But, okay, but see, the, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that, the whole state thing. Here, you brought up the court cases, right? Like, court case in New York. Basically, uh, New York was trying to make it to where it's almost impossible to get a concealed carry license. Right. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that because that's unconstitutional. Right. People should be allowed to get... Uh, right, they shouldn't you know, have a special so, circumstance so, so, so now you have the governor of New York coming out like, all right, fine, I have to allow people to get... Uh, concealed carry license i'm gonna make it to where this place this place this place this mode of transportation this mode of transportation is off limits to carry a gun regardless of a of a concealed carry license right and that's what she's done like there's been a lot yeah, of reports yeah, yeah, yeah. of like she's that. cracking down on making it to her basically you can carry but not you can carry but you're extremely limited in the places you yeah. can carry right and see that's why i mean i would kind of consider that a little more reasonable though i mean like in the certain crowded places the thing is, you have you to know. you have to understand. If someone wants to strike in a place that's prohibited, you're you're now giving criminals and people who want to do harmful locations. fucking acts. You're giving yeah, them locations. specific locations. Yeah. Hey, you can't carry here. Okay, well these so, people, so there's a, it's less likely gun, that I'm going to run into somebody Unless who's going to be able to stop me. Security who designate people who are. But you know, on that same breath, but, how I mean again, it's yeah. well, it's not even that. How, on the same breath, how many police officers fire, fire their fucking firearms outside of their fucking once a year training? You know, once a year fucking qualifications. How many police officers are, are realistically going to the range every single weekend, 
you know, making sure that they are proficient in shot you. placements. Not a lot. Not a lot. I'm telling you, not a lot. And in locations like New York? Not a lot. Not a lot. You got to understand, you know, outside of the special units like fucking SWAT and stuff like that, your standard, you know, street beat police officer isn't going to be given the funds to do so. They're not going to be given the same funding saying, hey, you know what, us as this police department, you know, you and you. You guys are going to go this weekend, and you're going to go Saturday and Sunday, and we're going to give you a 1,000 rounds to fucking practice. They're not going to do that. They're going to do that for SWAT. They're going to do that for specialized units that are intended to respond to, uh, co- you know, catastrophe and stuff of that nature. But your standard, your standard police officer isn't, isn't going to go to the range more than likely, you know, fucking, I'd say, 80% of the time. You still have your police officers that do want to go and do that. But your standard police officer isn't receiving sufficient enough training to react to a situation where if something does pop off and this is here in other in other states correct this is this is across the united yeah, states so, so so for example of that right if you look at uvalde yeah for no not even just that you, you, that's you, a prime example yeah, that is a prime under, example under under but, training and under funding but to take the example of that woman who yelled she was trying to apprehend about suspects she had backup she had everything she needed and she's trying to get this guy under control and she goes taser taser but grabs her gun and shoots the dude right that's inadequate training. That's mm-hmm. inadequate I mean, training, and, and it's because yeah. I, while I understand that stress, stress does play a big part in the way that you react to a situation. She should have known where the fuck her firearm was and where her taser was. She should be able to discern the difference between the weight of her taser and her gun, and where it is on her fucking battle belt. Where it is, you know, see, what I'm saying that's like, lacking. That 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 comes down to. The fine motor skills are out the window. That's more gross motor skills. Yeah. So then muscle memory kicks in, right? She goes thinking that she's grabbing her gun, but she, you know, her she's grabbing her taser, but she's right. grabbing her gun. Right. Her taser could have been completely on the opposite side, but she's not used to the different ones. She's not mm-hmm. trained to be, you know. Quick reaction. Yeah. Right. She's, 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 right. 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 she's not sitting there in her own yes, personal right. time practicing, saying, uh-huh. oh, your firearm's here, taser's here. Okay, I'm needed to deploy my taser. Stressful situation. <laughs> Step back, grab my taser. Step back, grab my taser, and continues to to, to practice that that muscle, that muscle yeah. memory. Like, hey, this is yeah. where my taser is. This is where my yeah. firearm is. She, so she meant, yeah, she meant to grab her taser. Right. It was a complete accident. She meant to grab her taser. That's what she said. Taser, taser, taser. But her muscle went to done. Right. But she didn't. She didn't train herself to associate when I'm saying taser, taser, taser. That's what I'm going for. My my muscles are automatically going for the taser. Right, I'm used to grabbing the gun, and her and the thing is, it was also. I mean, she she put more stress on herself than she needed to because she already had two police officers that were trying. I think it was two or three different police officers who were trying to restrain that guy. She had time to try to discern and say, "Hey, okay, let me take a breath, grab my taser, boom, taser." It, it's not hard because you had two being or three trained at least in stressful environments. Yeah, yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. They're not being trained in stressful environments. They're saying, "Hey, go to the range." Once a year, you'll fire 50 fucking rounds. We'll make sure that your shot placement's correct in a controlled environment instead of saying, hey, let's put you in a stressful environment. I'm going to be an aggressor. You're going to be the fucking person who's trying to stop this aggressor, and we're going to use soap rounds against each other so that way we can can have appropriate training. If I strike you, you're going to know that you're going to know the fucking pain of that and the same same thing. If you're able to put appropriate shot placement, you're going to see where the shot placement was, and you're going to see how quickly you're able to diffuse that situation by taking down an aggressor in you know the least amount of time possible. 
So we've gotten completely off topic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just uh, yeah. about to like... Yeah, we've gotten to that one as But, well. you know, we do tend yeah. to do that some from time to time. But let's get back on topic, guys. It's a blue-collar shock, isn't it? Yeah, let's get back on topic. <laughs> um, what else is So, so I, I agree, you know... At the time, 1776, you know, the Declaration of Independence was signed, you know, it was back then, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want, you know, as long as you're not actively killing other people, as long as you're not doing certain few things. As long as you're not acting egregiously towards your fellow man. And at that point, they had the 13 colonies, hey, these are our set set of rules, abide by the rules. Yeah, Yeah, time has changed. Time has changed. We've grown. Uh, I remember just looking up just a few minutes ago, when the Declaration of Independence was signed, for the whole, all the U.S. at the time was like 200, I don't know, not even 200, it was like 2.3 million people. That's what, roughly, the population of like Dallas. Dallas or, or like Houston or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's one fucking place. You know, right. now we're, we're, what, 350 million now? So, governing that does change. You know. Um, and even today's kids, you know, they, they don't, they're not growing up with the sense of, hey, this was our country. Yeah, they're growing up like fireworks. It's yeah. barbecuing. It's Hang a lack of family on the weekend, a long weekend, yeah, an extended weekend that they're getting or whatever. Oh, summer vacation. You yeah, know? Right. No, no. you know the, that they have their, you know, their yeah. parents have that it, off. It, you know, it, some, it, some, it, some it, places. It, it's, it's just like Fabian was saying, though. It's a lack of education. It's, it's a lack, lack of, of like, like hey, and a lack this of pride is, as well. That's this what is why we're celebrating. This is why we're shooting off fireworks. This is why we're barbecuing. This is why we're celebrating this day. Because this was the day that basically the 13 colonies committed treason against fucking England. Right. And it's not even, like, you know, these kids are looking at fireworks. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? Well, here's the thing. about that place. Well, here's the thing. You know, it's it's not even, like, so these kids are looking at fireworks as just a means of having fun, right? It's the significant, even in the fireworks itself, it's the significance of what the actual fireworks are symbolizing. Yeah. You know? Celebration. That, well, for them, that's what it is, oh. but that's not what it is. That's well, not for what the kids, the, you think that's so, you think the kids for, think for them. Yes, for them, I think they, that's more entertainment. Well, for them, it's it's, I think it's for us, it's celebration. It's not even celebration. If you actually look at the reason as to why those, it's literally in the American, in the fucking American anthem, you know, as as to as to why those fireworks were going off. That was a way of signaling, you know, what what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, even the significance of just the fireworks themselves, everything that's done on the Fourth of July, it it, it isn't, you yeah, know, it, it isn't. A, it is yes, it, it's symbolism behind it. Yes, it's a means of celebration, and there's a reason we pop fireworks every single fucking Fourth of July. But it's the symbolism behind those fireworks that are being popped. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the uneducation, the, right? Uh, the the educa- lack of the education, lack of education has has reason. has led to just you know, okay. Just, it's Fourth of July. We barbecue like, yes, it's just and for we. A, Fucking you know, an extra holiday, right? You know, it's just what we do. Why do we do? And it? that's 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 pretty much the, the kind of issue, you know, where you know my my interpretation of it now would kind of be a little differed from yours, of course. You right. know, it's just like not just the lack of education. You know, I know I have the education. It's just right. the uh, everything around. You know, people just see it. Well, as, no, and, you know, and, and while I have my rep. while I have my view, that's the view for me. I understand your point of yes. view because. You make a lot of extremely valid points. You make extremely valid points, and this is where I've, you know, talked to Nathan about this. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a change in 
as it's a change in view of, uh, as far as this society, like overall American society has come to view things. The way the American culture has changed. Yes, it's it's the cult. Yeah, right. It's it's it's, it's today's American. But culture. it boils down to a lot of fundamental things, you know, uh, morals and education. And, and that's what it comes down. Like I said, culture. you know, that's I mean, the it's now. it's the culture. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know, oh well, we're gonna pop fireworks and we just we pop them because they look pretty. What's the symbolism behind it? There's symbolism behind it. Yes, of course there is. But, you know, if you chose to educate yourself in that manner, you would understand that there is symbolism behind popping those fireworks. The reason that we actually celebrate the 4th of July. Yes, it is the birthday of America, but it's much more than that. And I think if people were to come to a better understanding of that, there would be more appreciation for what the fuck 4th of July is. And that's... Again, you it's know, much it, it more comes down to the culture, the the education system, the a lot that kind of puts down to the, but you know, it's, where America's at. And it's in, it, but it's what you're saying. The, at, it's you know? the culture because it's almost un-American to embrace what your country is. It's yeah. almost it's, it's almost it's, it's honestly it's, it's un-American to force people to hey educate themselves on the way the American system. Yes, is. it's un-American because, because why are you they have the freedom. They have the freedom to hate whether they want to learn it or not. You know. So, <clears throat> cheers to that, right? Yeah, that's, that's I agree with that. Yeah. Cheers. Okay, so there's a, kind of, there's a couple little facts I think that are kind of interesting, kind of neat about the 4th of July. Um, here's one. Three presidents who signed the Declaration of Independence died also on July 4th. Uh, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson both died on July 4th, 1862. Uh, 18, my bad. 1826, my bad. Dyslexic got me on that one. On the 50th anniversary, uh, James Monroe died five years later on July 4th, uh, 1831. So three of the presidents who signed the Declaration of Independence also died on What July an American 4th. thing to do. You, you, you waited to die until the 4th of July. You <laughs> fucking goats. You fucking goats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Believe it or not, Independence Day, July 4th, was once celebrated on July 5th. Because the holiday fell on a Sunday in 1779, so they celebrated on the 5th instead. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, the the whole concept, I mean, you got to understand Christianity was a, bigger, was a big thing back then. So yeah. it's like, you know, we don't want to celebrate something on the Lord's Day, so we'll, we'll move it to the 5th. Yeah, I, I can understand that. that. Right? Yeah, especially at that the time. The basis of, of Christianity, it, it's the, it was a lot, of, a lot of what happened back then. There's a lot more Christianity. Fuck, I want to say it was probably 99 percent of the population. Yeah, definitely way so, more religious at that point. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. so, way, so, so, way, th- so th- this is a bit of a stupid question, but this is to make a point. What year was the Declaration signed? I know it's a stupid question, but it's to make a point. <laughs> Fuck me. For some reason, I'm like first mind. <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but I first first date comes to mind sixteen twelve. That's that 1776. The United States get its fucking freedom in 1776, baby! Motherfucking Marine Corps! Okay, so, 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 so the point I want to make is the very first fireworks show for the 4th of July, guess what year that took place? The year I was born inside of my mother. 
1777. So, like, basically since the beginning, the very first anniversary of Independence Day, we've been popping fucking fireworks. Now, granted, the fireworks back then were more like cannons and mortars, but... That they still technically had fireworks back then. They just they weren't as uh, extravagant uh, yeah, as extravagant yeah, as, as what they we weren't had as now. a spectacle. You know? Right, yeah. right, right. It wasn't intended as a spectacle, but they were more so of you know, it was like so, signaling. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was signaling. So, all right, another little fact. I want to ask a question to lead up to the fact. How much money do you think Americans spend on fireworks every year? Every single year? For uh, like now, yeah. probably five hundred million. If I'd had to guess. Oh, that's way. That's, I think it's way too much. Like, fuck no! Ex- fireworks are expensive, my man. Five hundred. I said five hundred million. Individual, individual Americans. Yeah, just Americans spend on fireworks for the. You're talking. Okay, are you talking as a whole or what the standard single American spends? As as a whole. Okay, five hundred million. Okay, as a whole. Okay, five hundred million. That's, that, that, that. I wouldn't even be able. To, yeah, that's more than five, probably mil. In the last five years, Americans have spent $1.3 billion on fireworks every year. It's Chris. Chris? Okay. Yeah. So, in the last five years, every year, Americans have spent $1.3 billion. A billion dollars, sorry. Yeah. I protect this man's household like it's my own. Appreciate that. Yeah, you got plenty to choose from, too. So, hold on! I'm picking... I'm picking something! Hold on, let me get the the doorbell. (laughs) Coming! Alrighty, guys, we got a very special guest. Well, you know, our usual guest. Our Chris. usual, our, our usual. I'm late. I'm I'm sometimes I'm here. Dirty whore. So, guys, welcome, Chris. Dirty hey, whore. I finally made it to the hey, I finally Shall we go grab uh, the other one so I can give him some? Thank I'm you. Thank tamed, you. Thank you. Man. Yeah, dude, we're halfway through this mason jar already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, we damn. really are halfway through this mason jar. Oh, uh, my Glock. It fits like uh, he got a standard size uh, Glock, uh, nine millimeter full size. It, it right. I forgot like, I had him in my like, pocket. Like this one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think it will. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Uh-huh, so big. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was carrying the small one today, and I, I was I usually just leave it in my door. But I forgot to do it I, when it got grass and uh, gas and cigarettes, not what, grass. What, grass? No, gas. <laughs> gas and cigarettes, not grass. Uh, all right, man. Well, you're running late to the party, so we got to get you started on this moonshine. Oh, yeah. And we saved a beer for you since. Yeah, right on. we did save a beer because I was about to drink it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, man, fucking, like, Tuesday, man. I you was like wild like, turkey. I feel like you would like Lone Star. Oh, yeah. I was uh, fucking potholing Tuesday, dude, and uh, hit a hole and a bunch of fucking water shot back in my face. And I didn't have my shades on uh, and fucking got a bacterial infection in my eye. First of all, it was pink eye, dude. So I fucking texted Amanda. I was <laughs> like, like, man, I mean, so did much you shit, Did you shit on my fucking pillow? Yeah, I texted her, I was like, look what you did. She goes, oh, it looks like pink eye. So I go to her doctor, man, and her boss was like, oh, that's not pink eye, my friend. You have to go to urgent care. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you're just freaking me out now. But no, dude, it was like, it wasn't nothing bad. I just got to put some drops in my eyes. No, okay, so that, the oven would say, did they give you, like, yeah, you know, antibiotics and yeah, shit? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. And then uh, yesterday, dude, dealing with all them damn kids, screaming and yelling and fucking water everywhere. Was, uh, I was happy when 4 o'clock came. I was like, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> all right, so to get your cup back up, we're, 
I already gave, went through these guys, um, their views on the 4th of July. We'll get to yours here in a second. And now we're, right now we're just kind of going through over some facts. We're talking about, I want you to have your answer on this too. How much do you think Americans spend on fireworks every year? Hmm. Americans as a whole, not the average single American. But not the average Joe, just us as no, a whole. No, like everybody as a whole, the oh, whole country. Oh, man. That's got to be a multi-billion dollar industry because, shit, you think about the average person spending anywhere from two to four hundred dollars on fireworks just for i'm sorry who the average who the you, average the person middle the middle class mostly yeah like even the middle class like even the ghetto is. broke people no no no, no hold up <laughs> buddy oh, he's spending a hundred bucks that's the cutoff point and that's if free doesn't beat me hey i was, I was, I was on the east oh, side oh there you go i'll get beat for a hundred <laughs> Growing up on the east side, man, like, I mean, shit, people got, like, fucking nine kids, dude. Six kids. Like, dude, so 40 bucks will get you the little uh, lighters. Little oh, stick fuck lighters. it, I guess we're getting a little lighter. <laughs> sparklers. Little sparklers and shit. Yeah, this one guy I was talking to at Harbor Freight, um, his, uh, this is a black guy, he was talking about he's got to take him and his six kids to go buy fireworks, and he's like, I'm going to spend about a grand a night. I'm like... Jesus. I'm sorry, what? Fuck. I would take the kids out to the field. Like, you're going to watch Daddy shoot his guns. Like, this is what I'm we're going to do. I got to trace around. There's, right, there's nothing more American than shooting guns on the 4th of July. Yeah, Fuck I was like, and I was like, dude, just put some Tannerite out there. Make it easy. Don't, don't. Jesus you're not Christ. wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. I'm like, man, dude. I'm I don't know if Tannerite would really be a spectacle. Like, at oh, night, though. Put some of that paint powder in it. At night? I mean, well, if you if you, you make oh. it you make it spectacular. No, I mean, you get the paint powder, tannerite, and then what you do is you try to get like some black light as close to it as possible, so that way when the, the paint comes out, kind of lights it up a little bit. You get some like neon I paint mean, or something. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or or you could do tannerite with. Because you pop fireworks at night. You do spray you paint because yeah. I've done spray paint with it, and when the tannerite hit it, it goes boom too, and it's there's a fireball. All right, and you know, if you want to make it a little extra spectacular, you can hit it with some dragon's breath. Well, that's Stop. hard to find now. Stop that! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not setting the fill on fire, okay? God. Yeah, All right, happy Fourth of July, Kansas. Go before we get a felony. Let's don't get out of here. Don't do that, because I did that. I set a fucking field on fire yeah. off uh, of West Thirty Fourth when we had that old <laughs> shooting range. Uh, uh, I was out there shooting with some buddies. We bought this shit at me and my cousin Prime bought example. it at the gun show. Guy <laughs> swore it was Dragon's Breast, so we're like, okay. He's like, it's got about a twenty foot range on it. I was like, Jesus. We'll see. So I we'll I, see. I fired it from an eighteen point five inch shotgun, and it just spread. It. I mean, it just went everywhere. The fuck, are you using a bird? Fuck it, a bird bird hunting gun? Yeah, it was basically that. It was for that, and I. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I had at the time. So that was pretty funny, man. Like you just see grown men freaking out. Everybody's dropping guns, grabbing buckets of water, and just fucking trying to put out a field. And before the sheriffs come around, it's good times. Okay, so to the point, right? right. Americans spend an average of one point two to one point three billion dollars a year. Yes, and the number has continuously gone up. Okay, so I was I was like <laughs> off by like half, half, half. half. Just double it. Look, man, I'm I'm going based off of like my experience of spending money on on fireworks. I'm just like, yo, late, man. Like, I'm also trying to like incorporate inflation in there. So I'm yeah, trying to back in the day, man, it was like we'd fucking buy ass loads of fireworks well, and wouldn't pay shit. And and I, I remember my uncles. By. What they would do is they would wait until like close to midnight. Yeah. And they would go to the fireworks stands at the at that point close to midnight. They're selling 70 percent off because they have to stop selling after fucking midnight. Mm. You can't sell fireworks after the Fourth of July. Then mm. you have a specific window. 
between, I think it's like two weeks up to the 4th of July, and then like that single day. After that, they legally speaking, they can't sell them. So they'll do 70% off. They get those big fucking boxes that are normally like fucking close to a grand. You get them for like 300 bucks. And then they come back to my grandma's house over on fucking Q and just line up the fucking sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Just, right on. Boom, 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 boom. Fucking midnight, dude. Hell yeah. So, I mean... But again, you know, inflation. So yeah, <laughs> maybe now with inflation, instead of paying two grand, you pay a grand. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fucking insane, <laughs> man. Yeah, right. Goddamn. So, yeah. so all right, guys. So we're gonna keep it going. Um, there's one more little fact. This is just something I want to tell you guys. There is 33 places in the United States with the word liberty in their name, including from the U.S. Census that there is four counties. Uh, for each one of these states that have the word liberty. So, like, they have a county called Liberty. Sick. So, can you give a quick guess of which states you think would have a county with the name Liberty? Texas? New Mexico? North Carolina? New Mexico? Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, Car- the Carolinas for sure. Yo, fucking New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, that was a Texas, Texas, Alabama, Tennessee. You know, your southern fucking countries? Yeah, absolutely. Southern countries. Your southern countries? They ain't even states. They're countries at this point, damn it. Okay. Virginia, North Carolina. Um, I think I Alabama. would say Kentucky. Tennessee. 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 Tennessee, for sure. Okay, those are my four. Wow, you, you're completely wrong, bro. I'm completely wrong. What? Damn. Completely wrong. Damn. Okay, so you're one of the four states that have a county named yes. Liberty. You got Georgia. Okay. Florida. Right. See that? Montana. In Texas. Okay, listen. Oh, Who the you fuck? You gave up on Texas. You said Texas. I knew Texas from the rip. Yeah, Texas, Texas, right. Who the fuck thinks of Montana when it comes I to liberty? Mon- Montana does, okay? You okay. leave Montana out of this. No, no, you leave Montana out of this and then Liberty County. Wow, Montana, wow. I'm. You know what? I'm proud of you, Montana. I love you. If we have anybody from Montana, just know you're... You're kind, we you're, you're, do. We do? We okay, do. hey, you guys have some pretty American shit going on. Yeah. Okay? Be proud. But you know, you know the sad thing? You know, 1776 is when it got signed. It didn't become a federal holiday until 1870. That's that's mm. about a whole ass... Fucking century later. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That shit would have been next day. Hey, federal holiday. Next day. Hey, everyone's getting drunk this day. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So this is a two-parter question, right, for all of you. Okay. Right. What's the number one food that gets consumed on Fourth of July, and about how many freaking, how much of it per year? Okay. Fourth of July only. Mm. You think you talking? I'm talking about one food. Yeah. Hot dogs, hamburgers, steaks. Hot okay. Dogs. All right. Hot so dogs. first question: Hot dogs. Damn. Hot dogs. How many hot now? Now, how many hot dogs do you think get consumed? Are we talking individual link number or are we talking pounds? Link. Link numbers? Well, there's fucking 350 million fucking Americans, so I guess somewhere in the somewhere somewhere in the ballpark of 250 million. 2.5 mil. 2.5. 2.5. 2.5. What do you think, Chris? About the same. It's like, man, if I can Same as him or me. Who are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's two answers. Who are you agreeing with? It's like, same as him. Sorry, same as him. It's like, sorry. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. Like, Americans eat like around like, 
150 million hot dogs every 4th of July. Dude, I shot that I over by 100 million. I'd do that more because, I mean, I eat hot dogs on Yeah, I just figured, you know, with the wow. state of this country that, you know, people really love weenies. Well, I, knew hot dog, I knew hot dogs was number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. There's yeah, something like there's something wrong with me. We still haven't figured out what. It just gets weird. We're getting there. We'll get there. It just gets weird when you order a hot dog and you're like, hold the bun. Like, hold the bun. Could you put some sour cream on that? It's good, man. All right, hey, let's hear Chris's uh, little review on the moonshine here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I get yeah, another yeah, drink because yeah. I, was, I was just sipping it because I was like, damn. Get a good I shouldn't have let Fabian pour it because he fucking. No, first off, you're catching up. You're catching up. And you're behind a whole beer, so now go ahead and get a good beer. drink of it and just let us know what you think. Yeah, I got it. Which one was this again? The cherry? That is the no, apple, apple, apple pie, pie with the real spice moonshine. Here you go, it doesn't sir. It tastes like apple pie, bro. Because you're tasting Because the there's no apples. It's cinnamon. No, that's cinnamon. Yeah, I was going to say I got a hint of cinnamon. Now let's hear your review, sir. Yeah. Because we it's are. pretty good. It's not. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty damn good. I like the, the hit of it because, I mean, that first shot I, I took, man, it was it was really strong, but it didn't choke me like that fucking gin did, you know what I mean? Sounds like it likes me choke though. Yeah, that gin was evil, dude. I was like, ah, what the fuck? But man, I like this one, dude. I give this one I give this one a four mag. I like it, man. It's I've always I'm I, I guess I've always been a fan of moonshine for the longest, man. Um they said that you were the one that recommended the moonshine. Yeah, yeah, I I've always I've been trying to get them to do moonshine for like two months now. Yeah, and then I think Last month we did gin. I can't remember what we did. Oh, the month before that tequila. we did tequila. Yep. So he finally got his wish, but you know, yeah. Fourth of July kind of worked out. Oh hell yeah, yeah. And then uh, next week I'll, I'll be bringing that uh, that Stone Cold beer. Okay. So, uh, we'll have to know how many are going to be here because it only comes in four packs. So I know to get I'll more get than two. Two. Yeah, I'll two. grab two. Uh, so what do you think about the beer? I like the beer, dude. It's fucking good. Um, really. I, I've never had this one. I've You're honestly about to hear our reviews at the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've never had this one before. So I mean, it's not bad. I've, I've tasted fucking horrible shit before, but this is pretty good. I, I hate to taste what was horrible for you. Interesting. His his review compared to ours. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you will hear our review once you re-listen. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's just like. Yeah, that's yeah. And a good review, good review. All right, what do you think? What, what, what mag wise? There you go. What's your what's your rating? I give it about a three. Really? Wowzers. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there you go, go, guys. There's uh, Chris's review of uh, the moonshine and. Uh, you want to know where we beer. all stand on our beer flavors and our <laughs> beer tastes? I mean, I grew up drinking fucking natural light, you know. That's the one we mentioned. That's it. That's what we Once you drink that, I mean, it's pretty much drinking ram's piss. So, I mean, if you can drink that, you can drink anything. Yeah. I mean, that, y'all ever had a rolling rock either? Yeah, I've had a rolling rock. I can't say that I have. Oh, man, dude. That used to be the beer when I was a kid because I got it for free all the time from my cousin, Lacido. And. Uh man, dude, I I turned 21. I hadn't had the beer in so long. I was like, let me go get some. Went and grabbed it. I was like, uh, this is not what it used to be. Yeah, this is not at all. All right, well, we're gonna take a quick little break, guys, and we'll be right back. Okay, guys. All right, guys, welcome back. Here we are again, and 
but last time uh, we were talking about the importance of like the second amendment and getting training and all that stuff and um I wanted to tell Fabian about the story and tell you guys about the story that I heard, um, I think this morning, um, but I can't remember exactly where it was. I want to say it was in New Jersey or like New Hampshire or some shit like that, somewhere over there. Um, this man um, gets a knock at his door, right? Yeah. And he goes, looks for the people and all that shit, and he sees two men, like police officers, uniform and everything right right and he's like okay and they're like hey you know we're with the so so police department we need to come in and check your house or some some shit i can't remember how it went down but basically they get into his house and then he didn't realize something was up until they had his ass like zip tied handcuffed on the floor of his living room and they were robbing him but lo and behold this motherfucker likes to carry a gun too yeah. So, you know, I don't know how he got out and got through his gun. I'm not sure if he had it on his person or not. But he ends up firing on both of these guys, killing one and wounding the other. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, he got arrested, whatever. Because anytime you fire on anybody, even in self-defense, you're going to jail. Right. They will, <coughs> it, it's not necessarily jail. It's more... Like custody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they take you into their custody to try to figure out what yeah, exactly is yeah. going on in that they situation. gotta do their own investigation right and shit. because you did fire the firearm because the thing is um it, this is even with cops anytime that you fire a firearm whether it's in self-defense or murder either way it's it's still a homicide yeah regardless of whether self-defense and it was justified it's still a homicide so they have to do their proper investigations to make sure that you know, you just didn't lure some people into your house, yeah. shot them, and then were like, oh, yeah, no, it was self-defense, you know, just because yeah. you, I don't know, have some, like, weird murdering <laughs> fetish or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he was cleared. I remember they saying that he was cleared of all charges. It was, like, justified and everything, and he was okay, and he was released. I'm like, that just kind of proves the importance because I don't know where it's at, and it's driving me nuts, but mm-hmm. I want to say it was, like, in a blue state. Like, you know, they're kind of stringent on their gun laws but he went through all the correct channels and got a gun anyway right right you know i'm like you know it just shows the kind of importance of being able to be self-reliant and having a firearm to defend yourself and who knows what would happen if he didn't you know like they could have robbed his ass and be like you know what we can't have any witnesses let's fucking chop this fucker's head off or some shit well i mean just is just suppress the point even further but you know this this happened inside of his own home yeah you know it, it, it'd be it's i mean it's one thing where you're i don't know you're out in a walk with a wife or with a girlfriend and then you know you have some random guy come up and be like hey i'm gonna stab you both in the fucking face unless you give me all your shit right yeah a whole different thing when you're getting woken up in the middle of the fucking night by people who saying they're fucking police officers and you know inside the safety of your own fucking home you know next thing you know you're getting hogtied and you know, getting told you got a pretty mouth you know <laughs> uh, the situations are, are two different things but that just proves the point firearms are are tools utilized to defend your life they're not there to necessarily take life they're there yeah. to defend your yourself your your property your third parties mm-hmm. so that's insane to hear about it in a in a blue state but you want to hear something even crazier? What's a lady up? here in Texas 
and was robbed at an ATM in broad daylight by a knife. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I saw it briefly. I didn't see the whole video of it, but I yeah, saw it. Yeah, uh, Colian Noir yeah, had yeah. covered it on his yeah. channel. And um, I didn't I didn't watch the whole video. I just kind of watched, like, uh, some quick highlights of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this dude just comes up with a knife and was just like, meh, give me your shit. Yeah. Right? And me, it doesn't matter where, where I'm at. If I'm in my house, if I'm in the shower, taking a shit, if I'm in the closet rearranging, it doesn't matter where <laughs> I'm at in the house, I have a firearm on me or within arm's reach. Yeah. And there is one in the chamber. And, of course, you know how I roll. There are no safeties. Well, I mean, the AR has a safety and so does the shotgun, but, yeah. you know. I know how to manipulate it quickly enough. The safety might as well not be there. Yeah. But... So, uh, yeah, do I'm saying fucking way. Like, if I'm home alone, that shotgun's going into the shower with me. Not like directly in the oh, shower well, with yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. it's like on the outside. So yeah, if I yeah. need to grab it, I'm just gotta reach out and grab that yeah, it. And I have before, dude. Like, especially when we had the apartment, like we had neighbors on either side of us, and bro, ghetto, just ghetto. Is yeah, all I can say. No, I've, we've been so, in the same situation. Yeah. So taking the shower and hearing clearly my neighbor but you know sound like they're inside my house yeah i come out butt naked soaking wet soap all, soap all over my mm. ass but i don't give a fuck i'm clearing the house yeah i've done the same thing yeah multiple times yeah cleared the whole house all right all right i guess i'm good i'll, 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 Get back in the I'll shower. jump back in yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like i don't give a fuck yeah yeah you know. and um i do that shit all the time and then like um like here at home Rather, there's a gun in the little, um, like, I guess you could say a little pantry, little closet thing that we have in the restroom. Yeah. I put a gun in there. Or, like, it, it's really fucking close where it's not going to take me any time at all to get it. Right. And But if I'm here with all the kids and you know, the wife and everything, okay, I'm, I'll kind of loosen up on that a little bit. But I, I know she carries a gun on her and her purse all the time. And there's two guns in our room that I can bolt to if I need to. Yeah. You know, like I Well, and then it's it's one of those situations situation is gonna dictate how you have your setup. You yeah. have it, okay, so for you, you have to keep in mind and and be cognizantly aware of where your children are at in proximity to those firearms. Yeah. Exactly. So it's 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 no longer a matter of how efficiently can I get to my firearm it's now how efficiently and how safe are those firearms in proximity to me and to my children. Yeah. Whereas with me and Bree, it's, it's me, Bree, and the cat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at that you point. You ain't worried about the cat. Uh, I worry about the cat, but, <laughs> but the cat isn't going to fucking grab the gun and be like, oh, man, look, hey, hey there, little Timmy, I got a gun. You know, he's, the cat's not going to grab the gun and just run outside. Uh, you and never start know, blasting. man. He, he might be one of that catnip. Uh, maybe More man. Nip, nip. Uh, he's a psycho, fucking. So I mean, you <laughs> might be right. You might be something to look out for. But you know, I mean, for us, and again, for me, it's it's. I carry it on my person. It yeah. is not on my person. If I am sitting at my desk, it is no more than shit. Maybe seven inches from my body. Yeah, loaded. It's in the holster, but it's it's right there. Mm-hmm. Literally, all I gotta do is pull it out. Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's not 
the AR right next to me. Yeah. If not, you know, Bree got her AR, both of her pistols, normally where she's at in the bedroom. Yeah. So it, it's not something that I have to worry about. But you bring up a good point because yeah. I mean, at some point, me and Bree plan to get married, have a house, and have children. And yeah. It kind of changes, you know, your idea. But like I said, like whenever I'm by myself, like there's nobody in the house. Oh yeah, the yeah. shotgun fully yeah. loaded right next to the shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, t- totally, yeah, totally different, different situation. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's where me and Bree have discussed. You know, we get a house. You know, because um, we have, right now I have a gun rack. I just yeah. keep everything displayed on my gun rack. And I just grab it and go. But once we have children, then at that point, I'm now having to look at getting it safe yeah you know big gun safe something they can't get into easily and mm-hmm. if someone decides to you know break into my house when i'm gone well you're taking everything but the fucking safe so <laughs> <sighs> damn i wish i would have been here to shot you to keep my ps5 but at least you're not you know <laughs> taking my firearms and yeah. all my valuables um that are inside that safe to you know commit crimes with yeah. so dude that's like one of my like biggest kind of fears of having firearms i guess you could say is uh them getting lost or stolen and i'm like uh but that's why like for this room there's a lock on the door the window is like barricaded and bolted shut yeah. there ain't no fucking way you're getting through that thing right and like there's no entry into this room unless i give you entry into this room right and like I don't know. I'm just kind of paranoid about it sometimes. I start worrying, panicking. I'm like, fuck. And then, like, the cameras will go off while I'm at work. I'm like, what the fuck is at my house? And yep. it's the yep. fucking mailman. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, bitch. <laughs> like, quit coming to my house every day at right. 11 o'clock. You're freaking me out. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a big big fear of mine as well. Yeah. Um, especially with me having to go with Bree on that preceptor ship. Now, if we're here in Texas, I'm not going to be worried about it. I'm taking my yeah. guns with me. But, you know, let's say we get sent to, uh, I don't know, Colorado, right? Mm. Colorado, or let's say we get sent to a blue state, right? Um, my biggest fear is trying to, which, you know, in all honesty, if, if I wind up going to a blue state, you know, I'll take the pistols, you know, and just yeah. kind of keep that shit on the low, or maybe the shotgun because the shotgun's like yeah, I think just about everywhere is allows the shotgun. Yeah, a lot of shotguns, right? So you know, like for instance, the ARs. You know, I mean, if we go, I might wind up just saying, "Hey, Nathan, hey, I need you to hold on yeah. to these for you know a couple of months, keep them safe, and you know, we'll be back." Yeah. So um, that's where you know I I, I get your fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and Bree <clears throat> took a trip last. Uh, August and I am not gonna lie to you I was fucking mortified <laughs> because I, I've never gone on vacation like away from my home and not have someone staying in my yeah, fucking house yeah. like I like I, I don't need I mean yeah you need to feed the cat cool whatever but I need more importantly for you to babysit my house <laughs> yeah dude dude like every time like me and Michelle, we go out of town or, like, anything. We go on a vacation or whatever. Right. It's We'll usually call Chris. Right. You know, be like, hey, bro, I'm giving you a key to the house. Swing by the house. You can chill out. You have the Wi-Fi password. Do whatever you want. Just don't fuck up my bed and keep my gun safe. Right. And he's like, all right, cool. Got you, bro. 
I'm like, there's plenty of food. Eat whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. Just, right. I just need you to keep the shit on lock. Yeah. Well, we didn't have. Well, we had some. We had two people who were in rotating shifts. Someone yeah. that would come in at about uh, roughly noon, and then someone who would come by about ten o'clock at night. Yeah. So it was always a rotating shift. And we, of course, we had the camera set up on the front door of the living room and the bedroom. Yeah. Um, which are really the only points of entry into into the apartment. So it made me feel a little bit better. But even then, I still felt uneasy. Yeah. Because I am, you know, I you know we're here and we were all the way in fucking Athens, which is past Dallas. That's, yeah. that's like a seven, oh, yeah. eight hour drive. I can't immediately go to my house and be like, "No, don't take my shit." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we took we took the pistols, but mm-hmm. you know the ARs, the shotgun. Yeah. You know, I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" I'm so yeah, uh, I'm so paranoid. I'm yeah, so worried. And, Dude, and I, I'm, I'm the same her. way. Yeah, like uh, I think um, was it in September or August we went to Rio Dosa for a family yeah. vacation. And, like, I trust Chris with the guns and everything, too, and everything. And this is what we saw the apartment. And uh, the whole time, bro, I was fucking in the back of my mind. Whatever, no matter how much fun I was having, in the back of my mind, I was like, I wonder how Chris is. I wonder if he's at the house. Yeah. I'm going to text him. Bro, you at the house? Bro, you texted me five minutes ago. I'm here. Oh. Oh, my guns okay? <laughs> <laughs> I would be so worried about that. It's, it's like that every single time. And... <clears throat> I guess I would feel a little more safer about it if I... Oh, I know I would feel a lot more safer if I could take it with me. But Riodos is in New Mexico, and I can't go to New Mexico with a mini arsenal. But Yeah, and and, and that's where, you know, me and Bree had talked about it, because I was like, is there just, like, any way we could just take all of these guns to Athens? And she's like, well... If we get pulled over, it's going to look extremely weird if we have all these pistols, a couple of ARs, a shotgun, we have body armor, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of rounds. This is going to look like Bro. a very bad situation. Okay, okay so i got to tell you the story, right? Um, so I have, I think, five, four, five. So I have a lot of sisters, younger sisters, half-sisters. Right. And one of them got some trouble here in town, and she needed to get back to my mom. But she had no way. And I don't really talk to him, whatever, but my mom asked me. She was like, hey, Mio, can you help her out? Can you help bring her back? <sighs> Fine. For you, Mom? Okay. I'll bring her back. But my mom lives on the country. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I want to bring the guns. I want to bring the guns that I want to shoot. I don't want to deal with an RSO. I don't want to wait for the line and go cold or whatever. I just want to go out and shoot. Yeah. So we brought all the guns. All of them. <laughs> and I mean, like, we had, like, a backpack for like a little bit of overnight clothes for me and michelle but the trunk was like floor to ceiling guns ammo <laughs> everything bro and it was so bad that she was riding up front shotgun with the shotgun yeah yeah so i was like okay and it was i didn't think anything of it I was like all right we're gonna have a good time we're gonna get there and we left super late we left like nine ten o'clock at night because i got off late and i just wanted to get there and the next morning, we'll spend the morning shooting and then have breakfast, whatever, and then come back home. Yeah. So we're driving, and it's maybe 2 in the morning-ish. We're yeah. probably past Abilene. I think, no, this is before Abilene. And I didn't realize one of my headlights was out. And sure enough, got pulled over. Right. And I forgot the fucking shotgun was in the fucking front seat. Oh but luckily, God. Michelle had a blanket on her, so she kind of threw it over it. 
right and you know of course we give them our license registration and uh, the uh, concealed carry license and he's like y'all got any firearms on you i was like yeah i got one on my hip and she's got one on her and uh i was like just in case this guy checks the car i better not lie about all the guns i have i'm like in the back seat there's like three rifles shotgun and like four more pistols oh really like his face was like what the fuck do you have so many guns? <laughs> right and i was like and I, I just told him the truth i was like man we're bringing my sister back to my mom she lives out in the countryside and we just wanted to do some shooting and he was like oh okay 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 well i just want to let y'all know man you know your front light's out you might want to get that fixed and he was like i'm just gonna let you off with the one he was a cool guy like yeah, he was real yeah. cool and i was like and this was pre-covid so like he, he could have been a dick if he wanted to yeah, yeah. so i was like like all right man i really appreciate that and as soon as he left dude we pulled off to the side and i was like taking the headlight apart <laughs> trying like maybe i can jimmy this shit together <laughs> and sure enough bro the bulb just came loose i was like are you fucking kidding me what are the chances mm-hmm. i was like God, like i was dude I'm, I'm telling you i've been pulled over before and i'm like fuck this sucks yeah. but i got pulled over with all those guns yeah my heart dropped and I was like fuck I'm going to jail yeah like See, I know I did nothing wrong but I I just got paranoid I'm like I'm going to jail I had, well I had a similar situation what happened with a state trooper mm-hmm. um but this is when I was working at the, the Lubbock shooting complex oh and um so you know since I was an RSO um I kept I kept all my shit with me when yeah I would drive out there um I had my pistol on my hip and in the front in the front seat <clears throat> i had it facing downward but i had my ar in the front seat also yeah. and then i had my plate carrier i had my medical bag i had all my shit in the uh, back seat <clears throat> so i woke up hella late for work one day i was supposed to be there at like i think we we're supposed to be there at 10 i've normally showed up around 9 45 trying to get a little bit of early morning shooting done because yeah we, you know we got there we could shoot whenever the fuck we want we had discount on ammo so I was, you know i was going fucking crazy oh, at yeah. that job and um oh dude i want to say it was like uh i want to say it was like let's see yeah security camera just went off it's brie okay good um so um I want to say it was like 10.30, maybe even 10.45. And I woke up and I was like, I was like, fuck, shit, I'm fucking late. <laughs> so I get in the car, throw my shit in there real quick, and I haul ass. I'm hauling ass. I already called my boss and I was like, oh, shit, hey, Brian. Um, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. I sh- I'm, 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 obviously, I'm late, dude. You know I don't show up late. I'm sorry. And he's like, ah, oh, shit, don't, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it, you know. Just, you know, get here safe. Well, <laughs> so... I'm on that fucking highway going to La Mesa, and I was going... So the speed limit's like 75 out that way. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I was going like 95, (laughs) and I was like booking. I saw that state trooper, right? I was about to pass him. I slowed down to do the speed limit. This man slowed down, got behind me, so I got into the, the left lane, or the right lane. He got behind me, pulled me over. I was like, fuck... He was like, "Hey, <clears throat> how we doing? How we doing this morning?" I was like, ah, "You know, late for work." <laughs> <laughs> the night you actually late, yeah. son. <laughs> and so he was like, "Ah, oh, okay. You, you know, speeding isn't going to get you there any quicker. You're already late." I was like, oh, well, I mean, "You're not wrong. I just don't want to be more late." <laughs> so um, he's, you know, he's like, you know, license registration. He's like. Uh, he's like, I see you have an AR up in the front. He's like, you got any other firearms on you? I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I got my pistol on my hip and, um, 
was like, I got my plate carrier with my medical bag in the back. He's like, uh, where are you? Where are you going? I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I, uh, I work at the Olympic shooting complex as a range safety officer. He's like, oh, okay, okay. You prior military? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Um, he's like, so I, I clocked you going ninety five. In a seventy five, that's twenty over. I was like, was I, was I really going that fast? You know, man, this this speedometer is really just. It's funky sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it got, I don't know, it got stuck at Yeah, you got to recalibrate that yeah. shit. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what's going on. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, well, he's like, you know, you're really late for work and stuff. He's like, I'm, I'm going to let you off in the morning, you know, just, you know. Slow get down. To work. Yeah, just slow down, <laughs> speed racer, and, uh, you know, get to work safe and everything. Just, you know, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I thought I was going to jail. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm 20 over. I got firearms on me. This guy doesn't know the situation. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't put a gun in my gut. Get the fuck out of the car. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Please, no. I can't go to jail. I have a pretty mouth. <laughs> you know, but no, he, he was really cool. You yeah. know, I, I felt like. Yeah, about eighty percent of state troopers were pretty chill. Yeah, and then you had like those. I think 20%. for the most part, from at least from my experience, for most part with law, any law enforcement, if you're like honest and chill and like no like bullshit with them, yeah, you're like they, they'll be cool with you if you're not being combative. If yeah, you're, if you're showing respect and you're just like yes yeah, sir, no sir, yeah. you know, mind your p's and q's. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part. Yeah, if it's like a minor infraction, most of the time they'll just let you go. Yeah. Or they'll say, hey, I'll write you a fix-it ticket. If you get it fixed, go to the court, show yeah. you fixed it, we'll dismiss the ticket. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like stuff like that. It's when you get combative and argumentative mm-hmm. and, and you start acting like a fucking dick fuck. Yeah. You know, that at that point they're like, well, you know, now I'm going to press on you a little bit because you're being combative with me for no reason. But... On the flip side, you do get cops who are just fucking assholes. Yeah, sometimes, you, like. you you do. Get, I feel like a lot of times, even if it's a good cop, you get the cops that have a bad day and take it out on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, dude, chill. Like, yeah. I get your wife is cheating on you. I get. Yeah. Your kids don't like you. But yeah. just chill out. It sucks to suck, but you, know, <laughs> you, you you chose this and just just putting that out there, man. Yeah. You know. Um, I had a cop pull me over. I was leaving. This is when me Brie first started dating. It was like 2 in the morning. She's like, hey, you can't stay over tonight. You got to go home. I was like, fuck. I guess I'll go home, <laughs> I guess. It's 2 in the morning, and I'm tired, but I guess I'll drive home, whatever. And I had a Lubbock police officer pull me over. So this is back when I had my black truck. It was all blacked out. Yeah. Uh, the tent was just as dark as, as it is on my car right now. And this cop pulled me over, and he was like, you know, hey, what do you, what do you, what do you got going on right now? I was like, um, driving home. He's like, well, where are you coming from? I was like, my, my girlfriend's house? He's like, oh, okay. He's just, you know, you seem real suspicious. Your vehicle has dark tent, and you're out at 2 in the morning, you know, and just I just want to make sure everything's okay. I was like, so I was like, you, you pulled me over for what? Yeah. For having a, a black truck at 2 in the morning? Like, well, what the fuck, dude? He's like, well, you know, there's no reason to be so combative. Well, I wouldn't be combative if you weren't fucking pulling me over for no fucking reason. Like, it makes sense if I was, like, swerving all the road. Yeah, maybe I'm drunk, but, dude, it's 2 in the morning and I'm going the fucking speed limit. Like, what's the problem? Yeah. And he was like, well, you you just need to watch yourself. I was like, 
okay. Yeah, are we done? Can you go, can you go <laughs> the fuck away? Like, you have a you have a good night. Get home safe. Well, I will. Bye. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Like, yeah, okay, so like, I'm kind of paranoid, but since I go to work at like three in the morning, and dude, we always see cops. Yeah. You know, on the bottom. You know, it's three in the morning, there's hardly any fucking traffic, and you're gonna see a fucking cop. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's been times I've been kind of worried. I'm like, fuck, are we gonna get pulled over for no fucking reason? Yeah. I'm just like, what are they gonna pull up? Like, uh, where are you heading today? Uh, to work, bitch? Yeah, right, to work. What the fuck? I'm like, um. You're kind of fucking up my timetable here. <laughs> you, you like, you're costing me money now, man. Yeah, I can't clock in as early as I want to. Yeah, it's it's it hasn't happened. Yeah, thank the Lord. Um, but it's always been kind of in the back of my mind, like, man, but I get pulled over this morning to be some bullshit. But see, it's like I've seen motorcycle cops pull over people for speeding, right? Yeah. But when I'm on my bike, I've sped past those cops, and nothing. And I'm like, I see you. We're both on bikes. <laughs> I see you. You, you know. You yeah. Know. <clears throat> yeah. They. Um, there used to be this cop I used to always fucking run into all the fucking time. And it was weird because he had pulled me over. This was, shit, maybe seven, eight years ago. He had pulled me over for, like, um, I guess you could say curb checking. I was making a right turn. And I was in a Ford Explorer at the time. And I just wasn't paying attention. Just barely popped over that curb with my rear tire. Just barely. Like... Oh, like making a like a right hand turn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. And he pulled me over. And I was like, okay. And he was like, Are you intoxicated? I'm like, dude, it's like Monday noon. No. Just, <laughs> just going to go get something to eat. And I became this big old fucking ordeal and then this was back when I used to work for um um an insurance agency. I sell like life insurance and shit. And I'd always have, like, extra clothes in the car, like, you know, a vest or a tie or, you know, just whatever. And I don't know what he got in his mind, but he wanted to ask why I had disguises in the car. Disguises? Because they were hung up, like, from the dry cleaners and shit. Like, I want to keep this shit (laughs) wrinkle-free in the back seat. Like, so is there a reason you have disguises in your back seat? Disguises? What the fuck? I'm like, you mean, you know, that button-up shirt with the tie yeah um it's kind of like my work clothes you know i sell insurance oh okay well speaking of which do you have insurance for this vehicle um yeah <laughs> like what the fuck okay anyway so past that whole thing it he ended up letting me go whatever and i was like all right but i remembered his face and i was like all right dude whatever ended up running into him like that weekend at the movies fucking sat next to me oh that's nice i was like oh great thanks what's up buddy why are you wearing this guy's <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> to be in your uh police officer's uniform yeah what are you doing <laughs> why are you pretending dude, so i ran into him like at the theater and then i ran into him like at the mall and then i, w- I, w- I, w- I was like a solid month i was running into this guy like every couple of days and this was creeping me the fuck out. I'm like, dude, is there like FBI watching me or something? This is like their tail, and he's just a horrible fucking tail. <laughs> it's 
It reminds me of that uh, that cor- it's it's a video where this oh yeah yeah said a yeah. police officer is yeah. like you know where are you going? And the dude was like oh um my baby's being delivered. He's like oh okay I'll escort you to be there right. Find some random chick having a baby. <laughs> like hey I need you to pretend this is our baby. Literally go through their whole fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end the cops like. All right, I'll let you off with I'm the warning. I'm gonna let you off with the warning. <laughs> yeah, and he just walked out of his life after being there for like sixty fucking. Yeah, years. dude, it was like that. It was like that shit. I was like, man, this this motherfucker is like creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> but I eventually stopped running into him, or I think I might have just forgotten what he looked at. And I was like, all right, I don't have to worry about that no more. Oh my god, dude, that's that's fucking ridiculous, man. <clears throat> but it's crazy, dude. People are fucking nuts. And I think I think a lot of it has to do with like people. Okay, anytime you have to call nine one one if it's for a fire truck or an ambulance or EMT or police, it's it's not a good day. No, right? not at so all. So police officers have to deal with a lot of shit. EMTs have to deal with a lot of shit. Firefighters have to deal with a lot of shit. So I can understand why sometimes they can be on edge. Yeah, yeah, you've had a long day or shit. Sometimes they have long weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean and, I and, and I can get that. Yeah. But, like, at, at the same time, like, you always have the officers that are being a dick because they've had a shitty week to people mm-hmm. who are, like, trying to be respectful and be like, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I didn't break any laws. It's just a misunderstanding. And they, and they get a fucking ticket for nothing. Yeah. You know, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think cops have a big issue with just people who are argumentative because yeah. they see themselves as big authority figures. It's kind of a... Or what I feel like police have ingrained in them is that civilians should act like, you know, a, a trained Marine. You know, in the Marine Corps, when you go to boot camp, the main thing they're trying to instill in you is instant obedient to orders yeah right and civilians aren't going to have that train of thought you know civilians are going to have questions well why are you pulling me over you know and mm-hmm. and this is where you get a lot of people who are very active in you know the the 1a community you know people who are yeah. you know first amendment advocators and it's it's when the cops start running out of shit that well i pulled you over for this no you didn't why'd you pull me over yeah. Or when they can't provide a reason, just, oh, well, I have reasonable suspicion of, you know, A, B, and C, and that's why, you know, X, Y, Z happened. And then, you know, two, three months down the line, things wind up getting dropped because these cops don't know the fucking law. Yeah. And I think that's where me and Bree have had this conversation. I believe police reform should happen, but <clears throat> not in the way that, that people are saying. There shouldn't be less police. Because it already takes such a long yeah, time for does. police to react. I, I, what is it? I think it's L.A., you know, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They have the quickest police response time in the entire nation, and it's seven fucking minutes. That's the fastest in the entire fucking United States. It's seven-minute re- response time. Yeah. I want to say for Lubbock police officers, I want to say it's like, what, a, a, a 10, 15-minute fucking response that, yeah. time? Yeah, it, it's, it's not fast. But... What it needs, we we do need more police, mm-hmm. and we need more police who are educated. Um, I think need, I think there needs to be a reform in the training. Yes, that that's another thing. You know, I I, I think 
cops who it shouldn't just be you know I go through the academy for X amount of months and now I'm a I'm a peace officer and a, and a you know licensed police officer. These people need to be going to do so. For instance, right. Um, as a civilian, say I want to get my peace officer's license, but I don't want to be in law enforcement. I can go to South Plains College and take a two-year course that gives me a general overview of laws and, and stuff of that nature that you need to know as a peace officer. And it's two years. It's two years to get that fucking peace officer's license. Yeah, That's what these, these police officers need to go through. You know, that, I'm not saying necessarily two years, but it needs to be longer than two months. Yeah. The academy itself before they're even put on the street should be at least a year yeah i think at least a year and i think it should be like um reoccurring training as well yeah yeah like um, you know you can't just go through the academy once and then you haven't gone back to training or any sort of learning well, course and you know five years right you, you need to be refreshed on what the laws are and stuff like that but i i think another point that <clears throat> I guess I find that police really need to improve upon is weapon discipline because a lot of these police officers they they qual yeah you know they qualify with their service pistols once a year you know so like okay in the Marine Corps we'll we have our our yearly rifle qual right yeah. we'll do table one table two shooting and then if you're lucky um you'll get to do like table three table four like nighttime shooting yeah if, if you're lucky if that's like scheduled through your unit or whatever but that's not required um but even then um you know marines we we do constantly practice especially if you're in a more combat oriented um mos you're going to be practicing with what you're using especially if your life depends on it and you need to make a split second decision that's going to determine as to whether or not you or somebody else is going to get fucking killed. Yeah. And police need to make the same sort of same sort of effort to um or in even more so make an effort to be comfortable with their their firearms. You know, they need to be going to the range more. There needs to be more funding for that. So police can be better sh- they can be better and more accurate in their their shot placement. Mm-hmm. And calmer in a situation that is going to involve them to use deadly force because you know they have a utility belt has a lot of stuff on it taser pistol mace flashlight baton has all that shit right it's like that lady who said she intended to grab her taser but instead mistake that you know mistake her her service pistol for the taser and Mm -hmm. fucking shot the guy and killed him yeah. That, and that was an unnecessary death that did not need to happen. Granted, the guy didn't need to resist in the manner that he did. He was acting like a fucking toddler, but he didn't need to die for it either. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So, yeah. Um, it just goes, again, goes back to being comfortable with your tools. Mm-hmm. And for police officers, it needs to be even more so. Okay, so I like how you brought this up. This is something I want to ask you about. How do you feel about people using, um, ah, fuck, what's the, way, what's the right word for it? There's a term for it, I can't remember what it is. It's, um, like, less lethal force, or, like, tasers, stun guns, pepper spray type shit. <sighs> in, in what manner? Like, what, what's the Okay, okay, let's, let's go for, um, 
like women um is it better for a woman to carry pepper spray and be comfortable with it or a firearm and not know how to use it Okay, so you're talking from a self-defense perspective yeah. for just your, your average person out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to no. be honest with you, I, I, even if you're uncomfortable carrying that firearm, I would still rather you carry that firearm and have lethal force mm -hmm. than to be underpowered and not able to utilize, you know, mace or you know fucking a taser you know what I'm saying? I, the thing is with tasers tasers have to make good contact yeah they have to make good contact with the skin and they have to be there for a second in order for it to be uh, truly effective i've seen police officers time and time and time again fucking deploy tasers over and over and over and over and it, it does nothing to it because it can't doesn't make good contact now granted it's a different situation because their their tasers it shoots out and yeah. it's two prongs needs to hit the skin more than more than you know more than well over half the time it's making contact with you know your shirt or just skids off your skin or whatever yeah with a hand taser you know a woman needs to be able to hold it and I'm talking forcefully hold it while trying to fight off the attacker that's a lot going on yeah. Whereas with that pistol, <clears throat> to be honest with you, eight out of ten times, if you pull that fucking firearm out and all this person has is a knife, if they're not completely fucking psychotic, they'll turn tail and run. Yeah. Just, but just by show of force. Where you don't necessarily have to utilize the lethal force aspect of that firearm. Mm -hmm. It's a show of force. I, I'm pulling out my pistol. I will fucking shoot you. Okay. Shit, she has a gun. I need to turn, tell, and run. But it's for the other two out of that ten that are like, well, fuck that. I got a knife. I'm close enough. I think I can make it. Yeah. That's where the lethal force is going to come into play. If you try to shoot Mace at somebody who's sprinting at you in a zigzag, fucking serpentine type of type of uh, movement, what are the chances that that Mace or that Taser is going to be able to utilize effectively against that person to stop them mm -hmm. because now what are they doing they're closing the gap yeah it's um okay so there's that situation now i want to give you a hypothetical um say you're at the bar with some friends whatever you're carrying but you're not drinking okay, okay. just socially drinking a coke or whatever right for some reason this guy who i don't want to say he's intoxicated he's maybe had one or two drinks yeah. Okay, he's loose, but he's not, you know, incoherent of what he's doing. You know, sorry, bumps into you by accident. It was a complete accident, right? Right. But he doesn't take it as an accident. Okay. Let's take this <coughs> inside, motherfucker. Let's, let's handle our shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're like, all right, fuck it. You know, I'll, I'll throw some hands. You know, I'll, I'll do the same way. Fuck it. You want to throw hands? Throw hands. I'll have a gun on me, but if you want to fight, fuck it. You know, if, if I can't avoid the situation. You know right, I mean? right. If it's it, not... A, I was gonna it's say, not something I can't talk down. But yeah, yeah. So that's where I think as an adult, having yeah. effective um, communication and de-escalation yeah. skills is going to come into hand. Yeah, but, but it, like... Yeah. But if I can't, those, like, yeah. I can't get out of this, all right, fuck it. Yeah, we'll throw well, hands. I'm not going to go straight to my gun. 
Well, yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, now say you know you tussle a little bit, and then I guess he takes it personal, pulls out a knife. Do you respond like pulling out a knife of your own, or hey, that's deadly. I'm pulling out full deadly force. That I'm I pulling can. out full deadly force. Yeah, I agree. Because the simple fact of the matter is, there's that twenty-one foot rule. Yeah. If you're within twenty-one feet and they have a knife. At that point, it's very likely they're going to fucking stab you. Yeah. I believe force should be met with force. If we're fighting and you get that guy that you just, you can't talk down. He is just adamant that you are going to fight him and he is going to knock you out and he is just going to be fucking Rocky Balboa, Adrian, I fucking did it, (laughs) you know, fine. You know, uh, for the most part, I would say if you can walk away from that, don't turn your back on the person now because there's a likely chance if he's that aggressive that he may just try to fucking hit you. Yeah. But, you know, if you have the opportunity to walk away, get out of that situation, then do it. Now, granted, again, if he's trying to put hands on you, then, yeah, at that point, you handle business. Do what you need to do. But if he's pulling out a knife, yeah, at that point, I'm going straight to my firearm. Because let's say let's say that you know he's able he's a fast fucking person and he's able to close that gap you know within seconds you know having that lethal force even if he does get that knife into me well at that point well I, I gotta pray and hope that he didn't stab somewhere where it's it's <laughs> gonna kill me but but even better you've now closed that gap. Or I guess the silver lining of it is you've closed the gap. I can put this barrel straight to wherever the fuck I need to put it and put a couple of rounds in you. And then at that point, make sure that they're down. Try to render aid to myself and tell somebody else, hey, I shot this fucking guy. You need to render aid to him. Somebody call the cops. Yeah. Call an ambulance. Let's let's sort the situation out. Um, Because there are certain situations where I think that dead checks are absolutely necessary especially if somebody else has a firearm at that point i don't believe that rendering aid from a moral perspective for some people you should just take your shots try to disarm them render aid my train of thought is it's you or me at that point because you put it on that level playing field you decided you wanted to pull a firearm on me so at this point i have to decide Either you go home or I go home. And I'm going to tell you 100% of the time I'm fucking choosing me. So, yes, I will fucking <laughs> put two rounds in your fucking chest. And if, I'm, if I can, I'm going to put one in your fucking head, too. Now, when you're on the ground, I'm going to fucking move that firearm from your hand. And I will put another round in your fucking head. Period. At that point, I am not <laughs> rendering aid. Now, if you've stabbed me with a fucking knife, I'm going to be really fucking mad... <laughs> but you, you had, I would hope you would be mad. You, you had lesser force, but it's still, in my opinion, equal force. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to try to render aid. You try to fucking stab me. You're lucky I don't try to fucking kill you, like finish you all the way off, or just not call a fucking ambulance. But I'm still going to do what's what's necessary, necessary in that situation. Yeah. Again, situation dictates, in my opinion, how certain things need to be handled. Yeah, it's, everything's situation-only based. 
Yeah. It's, uh, there's no uh, cookie-cutter answer for every situation. Right. But there's there's also the possibility you pull your firearm, and this guy's like, oh, shit, okay, he's yeah. pulled a gun, I have a knife, I should, should probably, you know, turn tail and, and get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> but again, that's where it's, you know, 8 out of 10, you do have the 2 that are yeah. going to be like, well... I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little yeah. saucy, you know. <laughs> like I got a little bit dip on my chip. Yeah, like um, uh, what was it? Um, I've seen plenty of videos of, uh, especially like body cam footage from police officers, you know, telling guys, you know, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife. Yeah. And he doesn't drop the knife, but so they, you know, they shoot him one or two times. Right. Doesn't go down. You know, he the person could be on um, any type of drug, but yeah. I think also part of it is the adrenaline. Yeah. The yeah, adrenaline yeah. from your body just doesn't doesn't uh, recognize it's taking a fucking pretty bad wound. Yeah. It's it's pushing you past it to whatever. And I've seen the videos where the guy gets shot two or three times and charges the officer with a knife and starts hacking at him. You know, uh, I think the one I'm mostly referring to is... There's three police officers on this one guy trying to him to drop the knife. It's like a big old butcher knife. Yeah. The closest officer opens fire. I think two or three shots. The guy charges at him starts hacking him up. Yeah. The other officers, I think they reacted a little too slow, but they still reacted. And I think they put a total of like maybe ten shots in the guy before yeah. he went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like... <sighs> Maybe your shot plate was off. Maybe it was on something. Maybe it's the adrenaline. But maybe y'all should have reacted faster the moment he started swinging that knife. Because I'm sure you've seen the video of the two girls fighting. Yeah. And the one girl tried to, like... Try to see, yeah. Try. And, and then and the officer shot her shot right her. before she could do anything. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, that's the reaction speed you need to have. Yeah. You know? And that's where training goes into it but even then it's like you're saying you, you get situations where um your assailant is going to possibly be on drugs or adrenaline or whatever because i saw one where um it was this lady in florida mm-hmm. and it was two officers responding and this lady had said she was having an issue with her roommate or something along the lines of that and um this lady winds up coming outside with a knife and stabs this officer straight. I can't, I can't remember if it was right through the forearm or through the hand. And she's like, shit, shit, I've been stabbed. And that lady started coming at her again. So they shot her probably like six times. And two of those shots were right to the head. She falls down, stays down for a second. Then gets right back the fuck up after being shot twice in the head and starts trying to trying to stab these officers. So they put like six more rounds in her. She kept moving, so they put like five more rounds in her, dude. Like they shot her yeah. quite a bit before she stopped fucking moving. Yeah, is it not like how Hollywood dictates that you get shot once and you're down? Right. You know, because again, that adrenaline or drugs or any factor you know it could just hit a bunch of fat and pushed right out of you and not really done any damage yeah you know, significant mean, damage and even then if it's a headshot unless you're i'm talking hitting t-box perfect there's a chance you might fucking live through that headshot yeah you know i mean shit even being shot in the heart it's gonna take a cut it's gonna take like a minute for it to stop yeah so it's it's situationally based um 
And that's why, guys, at the end of every episode, I always try to say, you know, get practice, get training, you know, get comfortable with yourself, get comfortable with your firearm, uh, go out, practice, shoot, dry fire. You know, I do this shit all the time. We'll yep. be watching anime or, uh, you know, a horror movie or whatever in whoever the bad guy is. I'm dry firing. As soon as the bad guy pops up, I'm pulling out, you know, the gun and dry firing at the at the fucking TV. Right. You know. I only do that a couple of times. I'm not, you know, wasting all fucking day doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I am I do the same thing. And Bree's like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> but it's like, you know, I would rather look silly to you at home and practice and be proficient yeah. when the, the situation calls for it than, you know, really care about what you think, not do it. And then get in a situation where we're like, well, shit, if only I had practiced more. Mm-hmm. It's always the, if only I had. Right. And and that's that's no way to think. That's no way to allow your, your life to be determined in a life or death situation. Yeah. You know, where you're thinking to, well, if I had, as opposed to, or like, you know, like, oh, shit, it's actually happening. I, <laughs> I've practiced for this at least a thousand times. Mm-hmm. At least a thousand times. And, and, and I never thought it was going to happen. But thank you. Thank you for providing me the opportunity to show that there is value in training. Oh, yeah. I hope you have good life insurance. <laughs> you, know, well, you know, I hope your wife has good life insurance on you. Right, right. And, and, and you know, it, again, it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, again, if it's something you can de-escalate, then de-escalate it. You know, it, just because you're, you're proficient and you're good with your training doesn't need to mean you, you go out and go try to start shit with people like your fucking John Wick. You know, like, oh, shit, someone killed my fucking dog. You know, like, it's not it's not that serious, you know. Part of part of caring and and being a responsible gun owner is, is having a level head. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of younger gun owners tend to not really have. And, and, and that's people who own them legally and illegally. Yeah. It's something that with with the age come and they if the experience comes that that level headedness mm-hmm. and with that you're able to see stuff from from that perspective of, of you know well maybe I should take a step back breathe I'm getting a little heated hey look man I don't want any problems with you you know it is what it is. But if they've escalated, you know, force with force, then at that point, you meet force with force. Because, again, it's you or them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I choose me. Yeah. Fabian, I choose you. (laughs) So, you know, my ass is going home, and I, at the end of the day, I'm sorry that I had to take your life because I have respect for all life. But at the same point in time, you put yourself in this situation. And if your family turns around and lies and says that, oh, well, he was an upstanding member of the community and this and that, yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, that may be fine and dandy. And yeah, you know what? Maybe that is the truth. Or maybe it isn't. But either way, the person who put themselves in front of me was not the person that you saw. 
I got to see a different side of them that you didn't. And yeah. it's not fair to you to make preemptive judgments and, and saying that I did this for any other motivation outside of defending my my life. Yeah. Because it's ultimately what it comes down to. You know, when people decide to conceal carry or just own a firearm for themselves, it's protection. That's that's what I've always heard. It's not, uh, oh, I want to go out and rob a bank or I want to go do this. You know, I every person I've ever talked to is, you know, I want to have a gun at home just in case. Or I want to carry a gun on me, you know, because I'm with my wife and it's just me and her or whatever, you know, or... You know, we're expecting our first baby, and, you know, I want to be able to protect them in case the worst happens. Right. You know, it's always protection. It's not the attack. Because the world... Because when you look at the world objectively, as much as we wanted... As much as everybody, you know, everybody in some way, shape, or form prays for a form of peace. As much as we want peace to be an all-around thing, the... You know, <clears throat> I guess what, what do people call it? You know, like a utopian type of fucking world, yeah. you know, where just all peace and love. We have to look at the world objectively, and we have to look at it realistically. It's ugly. Oh yeah, there are people out there who, by their own choices, are bad. And for some people, it's worse than bad. Some people are just fucking evil. Yeah, it's and it's definitely if. It, the way you said that made me think of uh, a story my granddad told me. My granddad's really religious, and I'm not the most religious person, but this story kind of stuck with me. Right. It was talking about how, um, like, when God planted, uh, you know, the seed for everybody to grow and this and that, you know, building his garden, you know, us. Right. In the dead of night, the devil and all his demons came and planted their weeds with them. Right. So you have good people and you have bad people. And some people, yeah, are just straight up fucking evil. Right. And sometimes to match that that intensity of evil, you have to come with, I don't want to say like a righteous force, but force for the right reason. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you, you, I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be righteous in the sense of like yeah, I'm, it's I'm gonna like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not reaching down with the righteous hand of God. Yeah, no, it's just, it's I'm using force for a right reason, right? For you know the all the right reasons, not for for God or for anybody else. It's just somebody wished me harm. True evil was you know wa- wanted upon me, and I responded with force to stop that true evil. Right. That's kind of where I'm going with it. Right, and 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 I think a big thing a lot of people don't understand, because um, I so there's this there's I, I've told you about him before, um, Tulam, you know the guy, uh, yeah, Ronan, um, you know as a warrior, um, I, and I think this is something that civilians need to understand as well. Because people have a tendency to say, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I'm mad. I'm this and yeah. that. As a warrior, you have to you have to, to clear your mind of, of, of these emotions. Because when you're meeting that force with force, you're doing it in a, in a manner that's there to protect your life. You, you never want to take life with malice. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because if you take life with malice, it's going to affect you in a different way. 
than you know just reacting and stopping that force you know what i'm saying just reacting stopping the force that was you know that evil force with your force you're alive and you leave it at that yeah because when you when you carry that malice it'll change you because at that point you're like you're you're carrying that uh, i get i want to say that anger that aggression mm-hmm. when you kill that person and when you think back to it and you're going to associate every time that you have to pull that firearm you're going to associate it with that malice yeah it, it it's the thing is anytime it stays you, with you right anytime you want you you need to defend your life or somebody else's you need to do it with a clear conscience and you need to do it objectively i'm i'm protecting myself i'm protecting my wife my kids my grandparents whatever the situation is you're you're doing it in a manner that's clear and concise and and you're doing it in good conscience knowing that i'm doing this to defend somebody not because i have or want that intent of killing somebody exactly yeah like i said it's it's forced for the right reasons yeah so but anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and call it a day because it's getting late for us. And yes, I got to yes. be up early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Again, like I always say, you know, you know, practice with your firearms. Be safe and be kind to each other. And Fabian, you remember your sign-off? Your lovely, yes. lovely um, sign-off. Make word loudly and make... No, oh, yeah. Here I am. Make, no, <laughs> make, make love loudly there you make go. war silently. Damn, you know. We're not drinking that much, and I feel like we've messed up more on this episode. <laughs> Shit, man. <I'm> just <laughs> tired, man. Tired yeah. from work. All righty, guys. We'll see you all later. Peace.